on the drive down. I knew I'd need them. <laughs> just, I, I just hear Ashley just fill it up her, her <laughs> glass. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome, everybody. This is the Tech Bar, and I'm already off. I'm already not paying attention. I'm not supposed to have the guest on, so Megan, <laughs> bye. So <laughs> this is what happens when it's been too long for between the Tech Bars, and I completely forget what the hell I'm doing. Uh, but I'm Powerhouse Ray, as always, and I'm joined by Super Cousin Danny. How you doing, dude? Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of MSP Dispatch. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I I'm doing so, okay. So let's let's talk about that for a second because you've been doing Dispatch yep, as yep. my producer for a hot minute now, for a couple months. Yep. Uh, how are you feeling about that? Are you taking? I love uh, it. It's fun. It's good. Are you taking Phil's job? Uh no, nobody could take Phil's job. No, maybe chill new job. <laughs> maybe chill new. <laughs> <laughs> maybe chill. That's so fucked up. Um, yeah. So yeah, so we're here. Sorry, I'm trying to get everything like organized because God forbid I'd be ready for my own show. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're here. We're back. It's been what our last tech bar was the event we did at IT Nation, right? Like the, yeah, the bullets so, yeah, and bash, yeah. bullets and battles and bash. Yeah. yeah um, so yeah, it's been a it's been a hot minute, dude. What have you been up to? Good. Had uh had uh, Thanksgiving here at the at what Keith would say the uh, Laura Mansion, and uh, so our nephew, well my nephew, uh, Ray's cousins, uh, they came to the house and they got me a little housewarming gift. They did a Lego. Uh, I forget what these are called. The little plants that they give you. So they just did it by like Legos and whatever they got. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's cute, pretty cool. Man. I forget what they're called. Yeah. Oh, Brittany's gonna scream at me. Brittany, if you're watching, can you write down what they're called? It says the little plants. It's a plant. You can't just call it a plant. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, uh, I don't know. Thank you, Alden, for giving me a little bit of grace while I'm trying yeah. to figure out what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> so does anybody know what the name of the? No, not cactus. I mean, that makes sense. Oh. my. They gave it away. Can you hold up the? Time. Can you hold it up to the camera so like the audience yeah, can see yeah, it, as yeah. opposed to like? Again. Let me do that again without making it fall. Let me see if I can make you big. There you go. Yeah, they're like Legos. Man, what's the name? Then, thank you. Every, they, yeah, succulents. There you go. But <laughs> you understand the cactus is a succulent, right? 
Well, I know, but I'm not going to tell them that. It's it's a bunch of little. <laughs> Cool. So cool. Dylan was the first one to catch that. Um, good Lord. My restream's being stupid. Dylan was the first one to catch that. And then Matt Fox, of course, because it's Matt Fox. If it's something to do with shrimp or plants or anything else, uh, it's pretty awesome. So we got Dr. Mad Studio saying, not much happened in my corner of the world. Start slowing down for winter anyway for obvious reasons. Uh, oh, Megan season. has that. So I, I think this is probably the best segue to introduce our guest. Yes. Uh, you may have seen her speaking on ethical marketing for MSPs uh, yesterday at Rejection Con. Uh, you may know her from the MSP community. She was at MSP Geek Con as well. Uh, please help me in welcoming the wonderful Megan Killian. How are you doing, Megan? I'm good. I'm good. It feels like it's still Tuesday, but we're almost the end yeah. of the week, so I'm up. This is my last work day for three weeks. So I'm we are we are definitely doing tech bar right tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm done with conventions too, bro. I'm I'm with you 100 <laughs> percent Okay, one is a cactus, the other is a, a cactus is a Megan, back me up. A cactus is a succulent, correct? I think so. I'm a I'm a uh, ask Dr. Google. There you go. Um we yeah, all, a succulent is anything that's computers. <laughs> That's true. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm at a bar. Um, I all mean... cacti are succulents, but all no, not all succulents are cacti. Yes. Yeah. Succulents are anything that uh, can live off very little water. Hold their yes. own reserve. Water plant. storing plants. Yeah. They're the kangaroos of plants. So they're marsupials of plants, basically. Um so that's pretty cool. So Megan, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Uh, we've we've learned over the last three years of tech bar or two and a half years of tech bar that we used to do this thing where the guests could introduce themselves talk about their business and blah, blah blah we would do this later after we had been drinking and that didn't always work out well like, so, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that that's basically what ended up happening uh we have more than a few videos for anybody that wants to go back through the uh tech bar uh catalog and see uh there's definitely a few I work for. I'm not going to call anybody's names out, but <laughs> there's definitely more than a few of those. Um, so I'm going to put you full screen. Danny and I are going to get the hell out of the way, and you can set, tell the people all the wonderful things that is MKC and agency. Yeah, uh, so I'm Megan Killian. I'm the chief consultant at MKC Agency. My sort of like touting tagline has been that I have done $500 million in B2B tech revenue, but I just hit the $550 million mark this year. Um, my agency offers revenue consultation, lead generation, and content marketing. And everything we do is focused on sales enablement, getting you more leads, getting you in front of more customers. And we only do B2B tech, heavily focused on the MSP community and their partners. So like, uh, telcos, B2B telcos, um, cybersecurity, and then like edge computing companies, CDNs. And um, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. We'll talk about the personal stuff later when I'm drunk. <laughs> there you go. That that seems right. That seems accurate. Uh, so speaking of, we do have some drinks and we want to get through that. Um, yeah, I love how they're, they're calling out the Google boxes. I tell that to my 10-year-old all the time. He'll ask me a question. I'm like, dude, you're holding a Google box. Like... <laughs> look it up so um so yeah so here we got what do we got here megan can you tell us what you're drinking today 
I am drinking Moscato. It is not that bottle. Oh, let's see. This is just like the nicest Moscato you can get at your local uh, pharmacy. It is Cloud Break Moscato from California, vintage in 2022. So really like a nice, nice vintage. Uh, nice. I don't drink a ton. So this has been sitting in the back of my fridge since it was gifted to me. But it is 10% alcohol by volume. So that's nice. Okay, well, so that gets you off to a, to a uh, what you call it. That gets you off to a nice start. Uh, and then, Mister Daniel Laura, what are you, uh, Super Cousin Danny? What are you drinking? Do I am drinking what I drank last time because it is delicious. It is an eighteen hundred. Oops, that's not it. That's not yours. <laughs> I know it's, again. It's, it's hard. Hey, listen, now I can feel for you now. Now, now you get it, right? Now, now, now you I understand how complicated this shit is, especially when you're doing it live. Yeah, yeah. So, you cover a jalapeno. Yes, and it's good, like good sipping drink. It's not very, it's not strong. It's not strong in any, in alcohol, in jalapeno, maybe in cucumber. It does taste a little cucumbery, but it's not spicy or anything. But it's pretty good. I like it. Okay, I'm very offended that Alex is assuming that I've been muted at any point. I have not that been was muted. Not the problem at all. Right. <laughs> all the other technical issues were the problem, but I have not been muted this episode yet. Uh, so I'm just going to say that. Listen, um, Alex, you showed up a whole hour, a whole minute before we were supposed to be on air. So I was going to say, have we been on an hour? Fuck me. Like, I haven't even started drinking <laughs> yet. <laughs> Don't do that to me because I have this and then the tech degenerates are doing their call after this. So uh, and welcome oh, to any degenerates here on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually we've done after part we're going off the rails already jesus christ all right so we've done you after parties for some of our we haven't introduced them yet I, we're gonna get there dude relax <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing no um so <laughs> no no seriously um so we used to do after parties after tech bar and we'd invite a bunch of people into restream and we get like eight or nine people come in every once in a while uh the longest one kelvin started there was no there wasn't sun out when he started it was night out when he started when kelvin finished it was like 6 a.m his time um we went all the way through the night uh it was fun um yes i have a potty mouth uh which we got what's up baga nice to see you dude all right <laughs> so i am actually drinking something i'm very happy to talk about um which is here somewhere here it is i am drinking sazerac rye uh which was cool because two weeks ago or a week ago, I, honestly, time all blends together at this point. Um, so about a week ago or two weeks ago, whenever it was, I was in New Orleans for the CompTIA year-end planning meeting. And New Orleans is the home of Sazerac. So I went in there, and this is actually from the wood of one of their uh, barrels. Um, and I got to actually go into their distillery and, and meet with their distillers, and I took some cocktail classes. Uh, and this bottle is not from there. This bottle is actually from a um, – it's a – this is a store pick from a subscription I have in Los Angeles that sent it over. It just was good timing. So I'm doing Sazerac today. So, yeah. Um, I'm jealous you got to go to New Orleans. It's on my bucket list. It's fun. I love New Orleans. Uh, we stayed right on Bourbon Street. It smelled to all hell, but oh my God, we had so much fun. Um, hey. Some of the normal, some that. of the, uh, the Bourbon Street. Um, so we're at Bourbon Street and we went to, uh, we went out at night with, some people you'd recognize, Matt Topper, Jason Slagle, uh, you know, the usual crew, right? The usual suspects, um, got it. The usual suspects, yeah. And uh, Tara Rummer took us around, and then uh, 
whatchamacallit, and uh, Roddy came on and hung out with us, and we just went around Bourbon Street doing ridiculous stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, Sazerac is really good stuff. Uh, and I got some history to share about Sazerac afterward, actually. Uh, so what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be doing tech bar rules. Yep. Uh, do I have tech bar rules? There are rules. Right? I was not told about any rules. Uh, so what had happened was we do have rules. Um, so we have we have tech bar rules, and our lovely graphic designers do their best to make this as tiny as possible so humans can't read it. Um, Who are the so, bartenders? Important question. Okay, so we will answer this after you, because I've seen you do public speaking at this point. I know you're good at it, so <laughs> you're going to read the rules for us, and then I will explain who the bartenders are afterward. Okay, rule number one. The bartenders are always right. Rule number two, no politics or religion at the bar. Rule number three, if you hear these phrases you drink, namaste, mute, or off the rails. Apparently, I should have already been doing some drinking. Sports yes. are on 24-7. I'm sorry, not in my house. Number five, what happens at the bar stays at the bar. We are live, guys. Uh, number yep. six, if the bartender is wrong, see rule one. I have a feeling yeah, these, so, these rules are going to get broken immediately. Oh, so many times. So many times. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's what happens. Um, so the rules do get broken, and that's okay. Um, so your question originally was, who are the bartenders? The bartenders are Danny and me always, and the guests are always uh, Wrong. guest bartenders. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes. Um, but, you know, you also uh, are a guest bartender. Um so we're going to start this off right because we're fancy as fuck and that's how we do. And so you can't start off drinking without an actual toast. So I'm going to get, I haven't done a toast in a while. So I'm going to raise my cyber dream mug. Cause I, again, I'm fancy as fuck. I'll put the pinky up uh, to new friends, old memories and the adventures yet, the adventures yet to come. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. All right. So now that we got the, uh, we got the, the housekeeping stuff out of the way. Megan, I have the probably the most important question I'm going to ask you all night long. All right, I'm too okay. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Okay. Probably not. All right. We need a fourth word. We always pick a fourth drinking word. The guest picks one. So I know you're a very creative individual. Uh, I think neuro spicy was the, uh, the word you used or the word that came up during your session a couple of times. Um, so I'm going to leave it to you. You get to pick the, the fourth drinking word. How drunk do we want <laughs> to get? So, okay. So I'll give you a range. Um, from completely abstinent of all alcohol to Danny and I, we had our company retreat in Nashville and we went on a tour bus that was a drinking tour bus. Um, and one of the games they played, they played Thunderstruck. And every time they said Thunder, you took a shot. We're not trying to do that. <laughs> so somewhere in the middle, somewhere. It's a wide spectrum. Pick something. It doesn't matter. Let's go with lost. Great TV show. I knew he was going to An incredible right. TV show. Thank you, super cousin. Oh, Jesus. All right. So loss is our, is our word. I'll take a drink to that. Smoke the Sazerac is so damn good. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, and Steven's judging us because he's taking communications classes. <laughs> okay, so 
let me let me um i gotta this grinds my gears okay so i don't remember who brought it up but somewhere in our one of our company meetings this past week i think it was during in the you are awesome chat we have a like an open channel for just talking shit like an employee lounge kind of thing um yeah there's alex we got to redo thunder shots i think my oh, liver is yeah. still recovering um so whatchamacallit so we're there and it was brought to my attention that i happen to say whatchamacallit every fairly often i don't i know i say it i don't think i say it that often but uh so i've been not saying it on purpose since but as something that's never been brought up in my life it's been brought up like 19 times in the last two days so that's where that comment comes from uh let's see ray never invites me to company retreats i'm the only oit wave employee with perfect <laughs> chat attendance that is true that is absolutely that is true so candy bars fire <laughs> so I do not say it all the time, damn it. All right, Nikki. Uh, anyway. I mean, I, I would say as someone that knows Ray for a very long time, I would say he uses it a lot in place of like, but. So you hear somebody say, but. Yes. It's you, my um. It's absolutely right, exactly. my um. So yes. that makes you unique. So what that's what you call it. It's better what than um. So Nikki, uh, Megan has a question for you. Or is this a play on Daft Punk? Important question. No, she actually, yeah, there you go. Hard of ear. Do yeah. you sign? No, she actually. Nikki, can I share the picture you put in uh, Throwback Thursday with um, your favorite band? Because that's a hell of a story, and I'd love to share that if it's cool with you. Just let me know. Um, totally not putting her on the spot or anything. Um, but we use Nikki's this open forum to embarrass your employees, right? <laughs> I know. Is that, hor is that horrible? How is she going to say okay, no cool. now? I know, right? Okay, so Nikki, uh, Nikki is an amazing human being. Got a chance to meet her at Vegas at Channel Con. Uh, fell in love with her. Uh, obviously, uh, took her immediately. Came, she came to work with us. Um, but her, we did karaoke in Vegas because that's what you do. Um, and so we went to during karaoke. She starts playing Fall Out Boy. And she apparently is a super fan of Fallout Boy. And now, let's be honest, who wouldn't be, right? Um, so we were sharing pictures. One of the things that Danny's wife does, uh, the wonderful Brittany, um, she'll post little stuff every day to talk about. And on Thursday, she posts Throwback Thursday. So I'm trying to find the freaking picture. So in Throwback Thursday, Nikki put a picture where she was with the full band of Fallout Boy. Trying to find the damn picture. We put a lot of pictures. Um, and so she said, oh, I found it. So she said that she uh, was recognized, that they actually recognized her. And let me see here if I can share it properly. They recognized her because she was um, because she was signing lyrics at, the, at one of their shows and she was in the front. And so when she went to another show and actually took the picture I'm going to share, uh, she, whatchamacallit, she... Uh, I got there it. Whatchamacallit. <laughs> yes, I know. I heard it the minute so, I said it and I felt so bad about fact, it. I'm like, I've been signing since I was like, I don't know, two or so. And I used to sign in the choir. So I used to literally sing, like sign songs. So how do you how do you do that as far as when it comes to like singing? Is there any difference in the cadence? Like do you try to do like a like I a think dance you like you of? show the the like rhythm with movement and then you sign like as closely as you can to the actual lyrics 
but like sign language is a is a visual language. Uh huh. So it's not like exactly the same. Got it. I just I, I can nice. only imagine like I'm going down down and like I can, it's just I don't know. I follow think boy, that's awesome. great. Follow boy love. I love it. That's yeah, right. she. That's super cool. Yeah, she's she's cool people. She's uh, very she has very good uh, song choice uh, taste. Uh, the video songs you watch them uh, in order, they make a movie. I did not know that. What? That is, that is uh, pretty fucking cool. That's, is it? Uh, I would say Fall Out Boy is like my favorite band, but I'm a big emo kid, so like they're on the radar. For oh me. yeah, same same. Like I may be wearing a chain right now. You know, I got my black eyeliner. You just can't see it right now. <laughs> the only reason uh, I don't wear black eyeliner is because I don't have time for makeup at all. Well, like, same. I, that's I that's. That I think behind. that's all our excuse. Yeah, <laughs> Danny is the only one that puts on a full face of makeup every day. See, you know. Oh yeah, yeah I got to do it. I have a lights. Yeah, you know I have to do that. <laughs> I had a boss once who was an MSP who told me that in order to be in sales, outside sales, I had to wear a full face of makeup every day and heels. What? I lasted like maybe three to six months. Wow, in that that, yeah. It, but like, I don't necessarily think he's wrong. Like, he's a great guy. They have very distinct culture, and that's fine. But it was not a culture fit for you know me. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, I get that. I mean, we're in a, we're in the tech space, right? And the thing of booth babes was a thing. Thank God it's not as common anymore. But yeah, it was a thing. Um, Listen, and so, like, you're a woman, people are gonna, they're gonna treat you a certain way regardless. You may as well capitalize on it, sweetie. Oh, oh no, the industry is disgusting for women. There's no question about that. Um, and I don't get me wrong, if I was a woman, I'd be the sluttiest fucking woman out there making sales. Zero question, absolutely. But um, on, like, I may be wearing one right now just because. No, <laughs> so you know. But one of the things I told Alex when she started with this is like that's not how we do things like that's not you dress the way you want to dress you have fun you do your thing um <laughs> i would love to see you in guy liner and apply if needed no here's here's the reason <laughs> i would never wear eyeliner uh or guy liner if that's a thing i guess that's a johnny depp thing so i would never do it because i'm creepy like i'm freaked out with anything with my eyeballs and so the idea of like a pencil same reason i won't get lasik i I'm, I'm the worse, biggest chicken shit is it really mascara yeah. is like attacking your own eyeballs it's terrible yeah no hard pass uh and the worst <laughs> is when you have to get makeup done for like a wedding or something and someone else is doing it to you so someone else Ooh. is coming at you with like a, a brush into your eye and you're like and then of course yeah, you get no. your eye because you're blinking terrible I, I i'll do pretty much anything else i've worn like um foundation and like cover up for like camera work like on, on tv yeah. and stuff um i you i've know, done it's actually it's funny because like i i, I understand what you're saying but yeah. i'm not talking about makeup it's just so real clear. are you sure <laughs> danny i feel like you've worn makeup a couple times yeah. not all the time have you get on over the beard it's got to be something else yeah, no, but like somebody shave. I can't do that. I can't do that. That's oh yeah, somebody else shaving you. Like here, let me just yeah, hold yeah. a razor to your no. neck. That just goes against the grain of like survival instinct, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's although getting a shave is probably one of the most glorious feelings you could have. Like if you get a proper old school shave from like somebody that's 
probably in the ballpark of 200 years old. Um, that's the best shave you could have in your life. It is a glorious experience. Um, they're having this whole conversation. The chat, like, forget this show. The chat is just doing it. What's up, Super Cousins? So AJ is Danny's older brother. So, uh, yeah. Oh, see, now I'm a Super Cousin, Danny. Yay. <laughs> so anyway, hey, so Megan, cousin, let's right let's now, learn about you a little bit. Um, so you're a huge... Uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, before we get lost in the sauce, absolutely. Ah! Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! No. So Alex sees me today, and she has like a full face of makeup, and she's because we were recording videos and shit. Because you know we're stupid, and I get on TikTok, so of course we're doing like the we're OAT. We do that. You know we're doing that whole trend. Um, so Alex put on a whole face of makeup today. Yeah, I'm not doing that, bro. That I could not sit in a chair for the amount of time you guys take to do makeup. Forget like the professional shit. You know what? And I, I say you guys as like people that do makeup. Like, you know. It's no secret, right, that I'm autistic. It's out there. Uh, hmm. And so like, I get really obsessed with crunching numbers, like KPIs on my personal life. Yeah. And one time I got like, this was probably, I don't know, eight years ago, I got really obsessed with time and where repetitive tasks stack up in your life. And so like I did the numbers for doing my makeup, um, my skincare routine, shaving. And the answer was like, fuck this. I don't, yes. there's no way I want to spend whole years of my life meeting what is essentially like a cultural standard for beauty like I'm already married. My husband's going to stick with me no matter what I yeah. look like. You know, my wife said that to me today. As this fades, whatever. I don't give a shit. Can you believe my wife said that to me today? We were talking about something and she's like, yeah, you're handsome. I have to say that because somebody else uh, made a compliment. <laughs> I have to say that. And she goes, I have to say that. I'm like, bro, you thought I was handsome. If not, you wouldn't have dated me. Like we wouldn't have had a second date, right? Like she's like, yeah, but then we got married. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, that's definitely yeah. not true for everybody. I know so many couples that would absolutely implode if they oh, stop yeah. going to the gym, if like think because because that's just like the standard in their relationship, which is fine. But for me, that's not like obviously my husband was attracted to me, and that's why mm. he asked me out. Well, hopefully, he still is right. We did. Like, and yeah, yeah, he is, he is yeah. still. But at this yeah. point, we're attracted to much more than the exterior body Absolutely, in yeah. our relationship. Oh, 100%. It's about yeah. all the things that we've supported yeah. each other through. And like, to some extent, it's some cost theory. You know, like, I don't want to do all yeah. this for the person. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Hold on. I love that perspective. I'm already in it. I've been married 12 years. Fuck it. <laughs> like... Yeah, we've been together like for... the thought of dating again. Like, I don't want to do this again. Like, I'm good. Yeah, and dating <laughs> has changed since. So I have never had to do online dating, and now okay. that's the standard. And like, I met my husband. We were both working at Radio Shack. My that's boss right. made me hire him. Right. My boss made me hire him. I thought he was an idiot. Turns out he was just stoned. And turns out, like, that's something we vibe on. And literally, our first date date was. He came into work. He wasn't working. He just stopped by and he was like, hey, uh, anybody want to smoke after work? And I was like, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> and and nice. he came over and I was in booty shorts that said mosh on the back. 
for the for the pop punk fans in the crowd, you may remember these shorts. And um, Danny has the same Skyrim, pair that says "juicy." Yeah. A yeah. Skyrim shirt, like, and okay. then Fallout New Vegas was on my TV, Whoa. and I was like stuck in a mountain. I was like, "Hey, I got stuck Bethesda crawling. If if you want to like help." And I'm going to go take a shower. And it was over for him. He was like, whoa, hold on. You smoke weed. You love Fallout. And you look like that? We're getting married. And that was it. Because, <laughs> like, That's I used awesome. to be a stone cold stunner. Not that I think I'm unattractive now. But, like, we're, we're more. No, you're kids. a very attractive it's person. Yeah, yeah. No, like, we That's nice. I hey, married, bro. Damn. Hey, bro, you can give, okay, you can give compliments to people. It's not like I'm like, yo, baby, how you doing? Like, no, we can, you can give compliments to people. Um, yeah. Like, human characteristics. We know when somebody's attractive or when they're not. <laughs> There's not yeah. a but human being on the planet that hasn't not. looked at Ryan Reynolds and been like, damn. Like, that's just everybody. That's universal. Have you heard you know his I mean? story about, like, how he got rejected by some girl in, like, middle school? It's hilarious. Oh no, but that's got to be awesome. Could you imagine being the chick that rejected Ryan Reynolds? He got his backpack stuck Oops. in a bus trying to hit on her. So, like, admittedly, he was awkward AF back then. But, like, wow, awkward now. That, and he, like, like the, the idiot with the Ninja Turtles backpack that was stuck in the bus was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> wow, I really I missed awesome. out on that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alex shares some of her dating adventures with me. And uh, well, she did with me too. What, Alex, what are we? We're, are we like your therapy? Like, I can't believe Alex isn't taken. This is a, a tragedy um, to me. Well, no, Alex is a phenomenal woman. Here's running. the problem. So, <laughs> here's the issue. Alex, I'm sorry, we're gonna diagnose you now. No, we're, we're gonna dive into Alex's dating life now. Um, so, so here's the thing Alex, I, I hold her in very high esteem, right? And Alex is a strong, opinionated woman. Danny knows very well. We come from a family of very strong, opinionated women. Um, and so I get it. My sister, like... It's a bonus. I don't think Patty watches this. AJ, shut up. Um, but my sister, <laughs> Patty, she's a hard pill to swallow. Like, you can't be a pushover and be with my sister. Like, that's never going to happen. And my older sister, Maddie, before she passed, same shit. Like, so I get it. I yeah, tech bar is my therapy session for Alex. <laughs> yeah, so my wife and I actually met on uh we did fuck I'm old. Um it wasn't match.com, it was chemistry.com. Um we met there and uh now that doesn't exist anymore, I think. Um but yeah, I would not date today. That I that think sounds at this misery. I've niched down so much that I wouldn't have to date, I'd just get an immediate proposal if my husband and I split. Because I'm so like niched into corners of the world where there aren't very okay. many women. It's like living in Alaska. That's true. That's true. Oh, so you're like you're the one of the two women in the like Inuit village. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> what's happening to me. Yeah. Like all my interests, um, except like I don't do sports. So guys, sometimes right. they're like, oh, you don't sports ball? I do I golf. <laughs> Like that's kind but of half the tech world also doesn't sports ball. So you no, know, that, like I'm into fair. video games and technology. Dudes love that. Yeah. Uh, so so in, in the land of the blind, you're like the one-eyed king, is what is yeah. what you're saying. And I I'll definitely have it, strong opinions, and I'm not afraid to share them. And I'm a tough pill to swallow. And like, admittedly, I met my husband, and I was like, I'm a bitch, and I'm crazy. You want to do this? Uh -huh. And he was like, I do. 
And, and then he said, I do. That's why you guys do it, though. I, people ask all the time, because I had, like, a bad dating life before I met my husband. And they're like, what's mm. this, like, what's the secret? What's, how do you, how do you do this? And I'm like, just be, like, really blatantly transparent and honest from the very beginning about both your strengths and your weaknesses and what you want from life. And if they're not interested, just be like, that's great. Thank you. Goodbye. Instead of, because what we do is like, we think the pool is small. And so we settle and we're like, I found someone who's willing to tolerate me, but you shouldn't find someone who's willing mm. to tolerate you. You should find someone who's like, just super passionate about how great you are. And the only way you can do that is by just being like, this is me. Take it, take it or leave it. And I think, especially as women, we are coached from such a young age to like conform to what men want. There's literally like, if you pick up and it's not as bad now as it was like when I was in my twenties and teens, like you pick up like a Vogue magazine and that shit is just all about what men want from you. Like how to please a man, how to get a man, how to make a man like you. And I'm like, why would I want to become this box just to be liked? Yeah, I get but that's that. What you're being okay. Free to do. So, Danny, do you have any opinions here? I don't know. Do men's magazines have that? Are they like this is how you make women like? I don't you? read magazines. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you, I know what you're talking about. Like these three tricks will make sure that your husband I, stays I, with you. Like, ow. like I all I could say is like I just imagine Megan going home afterward and be like, look, you're lucky you have me because I could get proposals like that. <laughs> he knows, he and it's good. He knows, I, think it, he knows. I think it's just tough today. Now it's just too many craziness. Like especially online dating. You, you listen with AI. You know how many people are going to get catfished? I mean, I feel like it's going to be like an absurd amount of people getting catfished come this year. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Everybody's going to be. You think there's going to be a lot of AI? Okay. The Notre Dame. I, do you really scale. think that the number of people that don't know how to plug in their TV to their ps5 and you think they're going to figure out ai and like voice manipulation but that's the point a ai is going to figure that out for them to do the other ai AI's already yeah, doing got... it on the other end of the spectrum like that's what ashton kutcher's whole charity is about is like trapping people and he does it with ai so if it can be used that's for like very very good reasons like he traps um bad guys on the internet mm. by pretending to be something that they might yeah. want. Um, mm -hmm. And that's his, his whole thing is about that. So I'm sure that it could be used on the other side. It just always takes a while for things to hit the consumer yeah, side. Yeah, it trickles down. They'll get dumped yeah. down though, right? Like what we are seeing today, which is something that still needs like you to do input and figure it out. It's going to be not, it's, you're already seeing it. Like how many uh, companies have taken chat GPT and then like added extra programming on top to make it work oh, yeah. for a specific use case. Like I'm sure that's going to come that's what I'm saying. I mean, to date. People, people I, I, Alex is calling us out for being off the rails. I... Ah, we got a drink. Well, you did bring up a uh, drink. Things. Uh, you mentioned something about Radio Shack and meeting someone there. I just said she married her uh, husband. Yeah. yeah. My boss told me not to hire him and everything. I used to, I used to be like the Radio Shack girl. Guys would come in just to be like, they would, there was like a thing in our local community where they'd come in to try to trick me. To they'd ask come in to try to trick you to what? To. Okay. You know, you like, know, they do that to Alex all the fucking time. Oh, they do I, that to my daughter too, which is hilarious. Because your daughter does more than anybody else in the company. So, 
she gonna put you in your place. So it's fucking great. Oh yeah, it's it's yeah, freaking it awesome. Yeah, the manager Listen, of the Radio Shack, but people didn't know that, so they'd come and they think I was just like some dumb bimbo who'd been given a job, and then they'd ask me about like capacitors and what they needed, and I'd take them to the drawer and be like, "This is what you need based on what you just told me," and then they'd be like, "Can I speak to the manager?" And I'd be like, "I'm here." I, I, I realized I um forgot something, Danny. This is your fault, Danny. Now you have producer credits. You need to. So Simon records. Wait, wait, Simon records an what intro every time, and I kind of forgot to play it. So we're gonna, we're gonna play, play Simon's intro. Hey, this is definitely not the tech bar. Where am I? And why is there whips on the wall? Oh, it's getting late. I'm not sure why they put me in this room. But Megan Killing is at the tech bar tonight, and we got some stuff to ask her. Yeah, let me go find it. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for is finally here. The tech bar featuring Super Cousin Danny, featuring Powerhouse Ray, and this week we brought Megan Killian of MKC Agency. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, grab your drinks, and let's get right into the show. Like on the drive down, I knew I'd need him. <laughs> just, I, I just love hear, like, just hear Ashley. Oops. <laughs> so that was the intro that was supposed to happen this uh, the beginning of the night. Good, this is not even unusual for us at this point. Like, <laughs> it wasn't worth it at all. It's fine. Danny, it's an after hours event. We've all been drinking. No one expects better of us. Exactly. I mean, you know, all I'm going to say is namaste, guys. <laughs> I, I can't even segue that in because I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I'm just... I need some water. I'm... I'm, I, yeah, I have mine with me. Um, like I have, uh, I'm completely on like senioritis. Like I am so fucking checked out. Um, You're done. Hashtag I'm done. Oh, I'm so, after, I'm so. Oh, over it. Uh, looks like I got lost. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's going to be that kind of night, huh? Mm. Oh, speaking of my, thank you, Nikki. My radio shack and us both being nerds. I don't know if everybody's seen this sick tattoo. I went to Walgreens earlier to get a bottle opener because that's how often mm. I drink. And uh, the woman came up to me and she's like, oh, my God, I know your husband. Because he has the opposite tattoo. Nice. Nice. And so, like, you know, hashtag legendary. That's pretty badass. So, it's my coolest tattoo for sure. So let me ask you a question. Do you have any idea why Simon picked whips and chains for his background? I mean, I'm hoping it's not because he knows about my personal life. No, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because Simon does background research. On this, on this listen, we're outing everybody. Nikki, you, Alex, we're outing everybody. Uh, no, it's like, so Simon I mean, does wearing, research on I'm, people? At, maybe he's perceptive because I wear my collar all of the time. I We're going to need I'm, to I'm like. looking at the notes here. Like, now we have to I'm unpack like, that. Maybe, I'm looking at my notes for like, the more you know. Maybe Final I don't know. facts. Possibly. Fun facts about <laughs> Megan Killian. Chains maybe Gilmore Girls. It could be that. I don't. I don't know. It's very Although, popular now. You know, um, there's songs about it and everything. All right. So let let's talk. Uh, I have to ask you this very serious, a very important question, and there's no wrong answer. Yes, there is. Um, Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh, y'all know it's Star, Star Wars. Wars. I have a fucking tattoo. Fuck yeah. Right. That's that's Luke Skywalker. I noticed it when she was doing her 30-second pitch. That's Behind a picture yes, of Luke Skywalker. Luke, yeah. And, and then Negan. Nice. Negan. 
and David uh, Tennant as the Doctor, which if any of you are into Doctor Who and have been watching the specials, like, fuck yeah, we can talk about that. What's happened? You see it? Um, Why am I full screen, guys? Where did I, I have no idea oh, what just oh, happened. I'm sorry, I have the power now that I'm a producer, so. Oh, do I need to kick Danny out? passionate talk about Doctor Who. I like this. I like this. You can't give me power and then take it away. It's just horrible. No, I was just um, trying to show the, the picture because I didn't notice it until you were in like the screen was enlarged on your 30 second pitch. So, oh, yeah, that I get what you're saying. I get what you're trying to do. Okay, okay, okay. So, wait a minute. So, Danny, you're not a Who fan, right? You know what's funny? I started watching it again. And I did not where I left off. And I left off. So just to give you an idea, Megan, I left off when uh Matt Smith left and Peter Capaldi came in. And I'm like, this guy's too weird. That's fair. But it's funny. I completely understand like like, the argument of like tenant versus Matt Smith. Here's the problem. I would give anything for another two seasons of Eccleston. I fucking loved Eccleston. That my husband's favorite doctor is Eccleston, and I love him. And he never comes yeah. back for any of the specials or anything. Well, he refused. He he apparently there was bad blood. He said he wasn't going to come back. He refused. That's why they switched doctors uh, the next season. Um, yeah, it was one of those things. Like, so I didn't watch like the OG Doctor Who, but I watched my daughter Marissa got me into. Keep forgetting yeah. you met Marissa. Um, Marissa got me into Who after season nine. I watched like by the time eleven was out, I was I started watching, um, and I'm rewatching now. But I just saw some clips of the what not regeneration by generation or whatever where like it's two doctors. No, I haven't seen the episodes yet, but I saw the clips and that's kind of badass. So I love Doctor Who so much. It's one of my like top top fandoms. And David Tennant is for sure my doctor. Yep. And these these like flashback episodes, I mean not flashback, but like bring bring back. I yeah. did not like Donna as a companion the first time through. I just she, she grated on me for some reason, but I'm loving Dr. her. Dr. Donna. Dr. Donna. I'm I'm loving the whole thing. My husband and and the like timing because the Doctor Who Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. cards are out. Uh okay. like any evening you can find me curled up in front of the fireplace with Magic the Gathering and uh Doctor Who on the big screen and just loving it. And they have loader Magic the Gathering coming out right now too and next up is fallout magic the gathering it's like i gave up magic for a little bit and they were like what kind of marketing will bring back megan and they nailed it (laughs) i uh what you call it um yeah uh this has gone so far off the rails like i'm looking at the agenda and we haven't gotten past 25 yet yeah Look, if we're not going to follow that game with the radio shack, uh, Iron Flame ends in a wicked bad cliffhanger, so prepare yourself. And the next book's not out till uh, forever from now, at least 2024. (laughs) So I think, Danny, you and I should get off and just leave Nikki and and Megan on. And Alex, the girls episode. No, yeah, no, no. Make it like a girls episode, and we get the fuck out. And like, no. We need um, to bring Alex too. We'll just do an all chick one. Alex, you're welcome to join. Let's go. I'll, I'll send you a link. Um, no, I uh, I got to get back in. I got to get back into who. Um, my problem was when I was watching it live, it was always like you never knew when it was going to come on because obviously we we're playing after the BBC, and then like the Christmas episode was like so freaking hard to find. 
almost every year i just noped out of it and like now I'll just i'll watch it after the fact where i can binge it and i get all the episodes so <laughs> fuck it. yeah we're what the hell nikki we're, we're trying to look for my <laughs> exterminate ringtone like when i get notifications i get an exterminate when i get a text message or something i used to have that ringtone back when you used to like have androids and install special ringtones and now my phone mm -hmm. has been on silent for the last five years same same people get mad because they call me They're like you own a phone company you don't answer the phone that's why uh, my phone is always on silent if you need me ping me on discord or slack it's, all, like, it's all sales calls and don't get me wrong i love a cold caller i love a sales hustler but like the sheer volume of calls that i get in a given day is and i'm sure you identify with this ray right like i own three businesses so all day every day yeah bullshit i don't mm -hmm. care about and also bad yeah. targeting everyone thinks i'm an msp because i go oh to MSP God. conferences and like I'm a fractional CRO at MSP, so they caught me and they're like, since you own an MSP, and I'm like, I don't own an MSP and I cannot make the decision you're calling me about, call somebody else. But I'm nice I, about um... it. And I always coach them so many times. Like if I do answer the phone and it's a cold caller, I like immediately go into sales trainer mode and I'm like, so what about your opener could have been improved? <laughs> and we that... end up on the phone for like an hour with me coaching them. That's awesome. Like I, I have very different uh, experiences. So I get the people that knock on my door at home and um, or knock on my office and they're like, oh, we can sell you phone service. And I'm like, I'm, you know how hard it is to explain to somebody that you're a phone company? Like, oh, who do you resell? And I'm like, I'll take out my cell phone. And I'm like, look, it says OIT VoIP. That's my company. And they're like, oh, so at and I'm like, yes. Yes, I'm with AT&T. Really with whatever company you are. The big three. Like, yeah. really, truly believe that it's just like AT&T, Verizon, Timo, and that's, oh, that's it. it. I'm like, that's it. That's very not just it. Uh, a long time ago in another life, I worked at Ericsson mm. on their UDN project, and I got a lot, like, behind the scenes of, like, what's going on in terms of the technology that's supporting all of this. And yeah. I was like, man, there are so many phone companies. <laughs> People just have no idea. That's the, yeah, but these guys aren't taught, you know, they, they're not taught that. They're taught the, comp the competition is the other big three, and that's it. Yep. So, yep. And so many All right. people have moved away from that, like, entirely now. All right. So you're one of my people, Star Wars. Um, actually, know, I, I got I also got just side, right here. I know. Uh, I want that shirt, so you should ship me one. Oh, I got you. All all hosts always get coupon codes for our thing, so Simon will be sending you like a hundred dollar gift code. Yeah, this uh, is look at this one. I don't know if you can see it very well, but this one says "I love you," and my husband says uh, "I know." I have those. Uh, Michelle yeah, got those good. for me. <laughs> I've been trying to get that for my wife. So when we go to Disney, you see that, right? Yes. Nice. Mandalorian, so good. The new Disney Star Wars content is immaculate not the movies the shows yes i didn't because hate have the, the movies i love the shows actually do it dave filoni yeah. that's that's the person yeah i mean i think yeah but with the movies they were trying really hard to to recreate a strong fmc female main character for those that don't know um with ray and they ended up making a real mary jane uh mary sue which for those who don't know, Mary Sue is a character that's written so that you can insert yourself on top of them because they don't have any real characteristics. 
they don't have any strong opinions or strengths and weaknesses. They just like Kirsten Dunst and Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of perfect, but it's like a perfect template for you to insert yourself on. And I didn't hate it, um, but there just wasn't the complexity and depth that I felt was present in some of the other Star Wars movies, which is okay because the shows have been just destroying. Anybody watch Ahsoka? Because like, there's a difference between being able to create. Okay, so they have the same problem with Serenity, right? If you ever watch the Joss Whedon interviews on Firefly. Serenity, yes. Firefly. And so um, I have, I have, uh, so I have a portrait that Mich- that Marissa got me um, that it has um, the man they call Jane, and it has all the sheet music for it, and it has Jane behind it, and I do have a Jane Cobb hat for when his mom sewed, and I have brown coat gear and anyway that's not the point um, the point of the uh, sorry for going off the rails um so the, yeah. so the point is josh whedon talks about when they finally got the go-ahead for serenity you know with the crowdfunding and the blah blah and all that and when they finally got it he was struggling to write something that would appeal to the people that were already fans and then also get new audiences because there was like what five years between firefly and serenity um and so he always said he didn't feel he hit that mark the way he needed to, but he did also fe- said it was impossible to hit the mark in a way that would appeal to both. You can't please and everybody. So, it's just like marketing. Right. And so we're coming off fucking Attack of the Clones and Jar Jar Binks and shit, and it's been years. It's been, what, 10 years? And then so we get uh, so we get nine, and I completely – I'm sorry, we get seven, and I completely get – you don't have the same time to build shit up. So seven, eight, nine. I don't fault them for not being fantastic. Solo was fantastic. Rogue One was fantastic. Um, but I don't. But they were given the authority to, or they were given the autonomy to just build be more their creative. Own story. They weren't retouching the same characters. My biggest issue Correct. with that is that I understand it is that George Lucas had them written. He had no intentions, and then they did not take any of his like his script or anything. He sold it to them. This it's not is him no, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's now, the I will say of like being acquired, right? If I go sell my yeah. agency, then my voice counts this much instead of being. Yeah, no, no, no I, I get it. I get it. I, but I, I get you do I frequently disappoint fans. It's tough though because, like, if you look at like Loader, right, and The Hobbit, uh-huh. and and Tolkien's work, um, Tolkien's probably one of the most verbose, detailed writers of like mm-hmm. of history. Adjective and so there's there. there's not much room to fuck it up, right? He's like the, he he basically wrote it like this is it, like a screenplay, like this is exactly what's I, happening. I, I don't this know. I mean, have you read the Silmarillion? His son fucked it up. So, <laughs> so for those that don't know, Tolkien wrote half of it, never published, uh, never finished. He passed before he, his son picked it up, wrote the rest of, it. and I don't think it was half. I think it was like twenty five, seventy five, or whatever. His son wrote the majority of the book, um, but that shit reads like old English. That is yeah, a tough read. I mean, Tolkien's a tough read to begin with, but he has such a specific style that either you love it or you hate it, right? Oh, I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll read Tolkien over freaking Stephanie Meyer any day of the week. Like, I read Stephanie Tolkien Meyer's the 10 or easiest, 12. most terrible shit to read. Right, I am in the Twilight fandom, but we are all, uh, we all agree that we love it because it's bad. Right. There, there's nobody that watches Twilight or Fifty Shades and is like, this is amazing storytelling. This is awesome acting. No, it's not. Listen, no. I love Twilight. Don't get mad out there. I love it. It's just, 
it's bad. Like we know it's bad. And especially coming like from the vampire fandom, like I was a huge Anne Rice fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. How do you compare Anne Rice? How do you compare Vincent Price? How do you Rom like how do you compare them to fucking Stephanie Meyer? She's a terrible writer. Yeah. Like this is the body of a killer, glitter, glitter. Like that's and not Fifty Shades yeah. of Grey started as a Twilight fanfic. Did it really? Yes. That's fucking hilarious. You would be surprised <laughs> the number of actual real novels you've read that have gained a lot of recognition mm -hmm. that started as fan fictions. And that fanfic writers are often way better than what you're reading. Oh, yeah. But it's just you because, like, it's so much yeah. easier to build a story when the world and the characters are already done for you. People don't underestimate well, how hard it is to create an original world, an original character. Okay. But at the same time, I will say the best thing Disney did was taking Lucas out of LucasArts. I, he wrote an amazing story. Zero question. He wrote an amazing like he built an entire universe. He built an amazing universe, but he was getting a little too crazy with all the fucking digital effects and CGI, and that's why one, two, three sucked as they did. Yeah, but that's and that's not storytelling, though. That's no, it is. It is because he wanted. Remember, one, two, three was supposed to be the best time in the entire galaxy when everybody was rich and everybody was doing well for the most part and that's when the not the empire that's when um the alliance was big whatever anyway so he couldn't do what he wanted to do when the movies first came out um i'm talking four four five six um and i'll use the cloud city for example right when he's going through the cloud city when they did the the tha remix in 2009 now they show all the outside as they're walking through the balconies and through the, the hallways like you see the rest of the world he couldn't right. do that in 79 or 81 or whatever. Um, yeah, so, over obsessed with special effects. so he went over obsessed. So Disney reined that back in. He like There's fast a lot of special effects. Transformers. Listen, are you going to tell me it's not realistic that you can fly your car to the space uh, using a rocket? That I mean, with the power of family? Uh, Come on, bro. Family. Yeah. It's all about uh, family. Bro. No, I think, honestly, Star Wars is really the ideal story for most people. Because what happened was Lucas created this incredible world and these incredible characters that we all care about for generations. And then essentially it got handed over to the fans. Like, yeah, Disney bought it. But if you go mm. look at any of the behind the scenes stuff, the producing stuff. Oh, yeah. It's um, all people that were these fans. These are the biggest yeah. fans of, Dis mm -hmm. of, of, of Star Wars recreating it and all the things that they wish had happened, being given control of entire like show story arcs and being like i wish like for me right when i watched star wars the first time so much of it didn't make sense especially the the second the the beginning but that's given to us in the middle um anakin didn't make sense to me and i hate that because yeah. to be honest i'm a villain whore like i love me a bad guy and so yeah. the the whole that's why like, i like freddie because freddie actually won most of the time i love it when the bad guy wins yeah and so this whole transformation from like sweet little Anakin to Darth Vader, it felt really sudden. I was like, what the fuck? And then I went and I watched all the Clone Wars shows and I was like, yeah. well, Matt, it makes perfect sense because he's essentially been abused by the Jedi Order for like years and years, years. and years, mm -hmm. yeah. told he's the chosen one. It'd be like if in Harry Potter, they were like, you're the chosen one and you have to destroy Voldemort, but we will not let you do it. We're going to treat yeah. you like a child. And that's what happened to Anakin, where he was like, 
I want to be a good guy, but you're making it impossible. And then obviously he falls in love with Padme and there's this whole arc around that. But really it was, it wasn't so much like in the movies, it feels like he falls in love with Padme and then love destroys him. And that's not what happened. What happened was like politics destroy him having to go before the council for every tiny little thing and be suffered fools for he was like this was necessary i didn't do something wrong and then having his padawan run away because of the very same things and they had a very close bond and then getting to see that like reiterated on and those were all disney things by the way and then coming back and seeing ahsoka evolve like for me i was in tears the whole time seeing this character growth for a character that i felt was underserved before yeah like even myself, so I didn't she see- wasn't a big Star Wars, but when Ahsoka came out, she's like, "Oh, look, Anakin!" Like she she knew, and and everything like in time. That's why I say specifically. I understand what you're saying, Ray. Take a, take the Lucas out of Lucas Arts, pretty much. But Dave Filoni actually was brought in by George Lucas. But it's like, it's like he's the. But Dave Filoni was like super Lucas. fan. Dave Filoni sense. knew every inch of of Star Wars lore. Yeah, you know so- what I mean? Like that's a different story. Connecting and, it back and all, and all fan fiction too, all books that were written that were not even Lucas. Right, Lucas. but all but that, and that's the thing, Dave Filoni. Always right, but Dave so, Filoni was not George Lucas, and I think that's why he could be successful because right. he wasn't bogged down by his original. Like, but it's a sunk cost fallacy we're talking about with marriage, right? It's it's the same thing. George Lucas has this buildup of like this anticipation of what he was trying to do for decades. Of course, he's gonna fuck it up, right? I, We've all been there where, you know, you get a little too excited and shit happens. Life's like that. Yeah. It's just so now imagine going to George Lucas and be like, you have hundreds of millions of dollars to do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, you're going to fuck it up. It's so like I, I'm business, completely right when you have like this 10 year plan and then all of a sudden there's like some cash flow that just streams at you, whether you get funding or whatever. And, and that 10 year plan, you're like, oh, but I could do all of this. And you get distracted. That's what happened with with Lucasfilms, I think. Yeah. But like, fans make the best content. The reason that David Tennant is such a popular doctor, same with Matt Smith, and even Peter Capaldi, who is a who is a very well liked doctor, even though like he's not my favorite. He's a little dry for me. Um, they're okay. fans. They're super fans. David Tennant wrote a a letter to like a British newspaper when he was a child raving about how much he loved doctor who and then he got to be the doctor and that's see and that's kind of what i love to like i love that so many of the characters in 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 doctor who have like played well not so many there's only like one or two but that have played characters previously and then came back right so capaldi was in the what was it the versailles episode Um, I, i think it was i think it was the uh uh pompeii yeah yeah pompeii with the with the uh the volcano um and so, like, I, I love that. It's cool because Doctor Who never took itself seriously, right? It's never yeah. like, it's like, yeah, Capaldi played this. And now he's here. And that's how life works and fish and chips and people come up with fan, or fish and fan, custard. Yeah. People come up with fan theories about it. And then sometimes those fan theories get dropped back in. I think they addressed it with Peter Capaldi about how, like, it was just a face that was imprinted in his brain. And when he became the doctor, um, Doctor Who's amazing. The other one that I think of when I think of like a fan just making a show better is The Witcher. Okay. Yeah. Um, because the actor that plays The Witcher, who for whatever reason I'm blanking on his name, even though I Henry should. Cavill. Yes. Well, he's not, but they replaced him, right? Like no, he's they replaced be a new him. one for next season. They replaced him because 
he was constantly telling them that they were deviating from the books and from the from the game and he was like this isn't how it goes and they got sick of dealing with him but for me like he will forever be the witcher because he did it he was perfect i understood i understood they he didn't sign up to do it again because of the mc or not the mcu the dceu bullshit where with they were going to do another superman and so he couldn't do witcher that's not what i heard but i mean who knows what's really so i I, so well what i heard was that he wasn't he's like i can't do witcher i gotta focus being on superman so he leaves the witcher then james gunn comes in he's like you're no longer superman so now he has neither and now he's trying to do a Warcraft thing or something. I, I don't know what he's trying to he's do. He's a huge to, Warcraft fan. It's one of those like. Yeah, oh, that guy's a gamer. I met oh, Henry he's a nerd Cavill. Nerd. Yeah. Met, I was introduced to Henry Cavill as a character in Superman. And so I very wrongly, this is what it says about assumptions you make about people. I was like, oh, he's like a clean cut good boy. Like, whatever. Yeah. And then I, I didn't follow him or anything. Because that's not what I'm into. What I'm into. Yeah. And then. I saw him in The Witcher, and I was like, I think I need, I'm going to go watch some of his interviews. And I learned he's a, like, he's obsessed with World of Warcraft. That's all he does. He doesn't go out in Hollywood, like, at all. He's yeah. a gamer. There's so many stories of just, like, teenage boys being like, I have to play WoW with Henry Cavill. Because he's literally just, like, a huge fucking nerd. And he was obsessed with yeah. The Witcher long before it came out. Um I love that. I, I yeah. fucking love that. And actually, I need to do this before uh, we move on. James Gunn, stop fucking with DC Universe. Sorry, I had to get that out. Like, for fuck's sake, man. Like, just let Zack Snyder do his thing. I hated Batman versus Superman in the theaters. I fucking hated it. I was not a fan of, of fucking Affleck Batman. I, I was completely I against know. it going into it. And Justice League was meh. When I saw the Snyder cuts, though, it fucking made sense. The whole storyline made sense. It's like, like you know, in the theatrical release, like Lex Luthor is supposed to hate Superman. Like, that's a thing. But there's no fucking reason why in the movie at all. And there's no reason he's fucking with Batman, like, at all. And then the Snyder cut, you're like, oh, okay, that's a whole thing. So, I'm sorry. James Gunn, go fuck yourself. We did Star Wars versus Star Trek. Marvel yeah. versus DC. I'm firmly a Marvel girl. I love DC villains, but their superheroes just like do not do it for me at all. Yes, Actually, Iron I, Man. I have I have a gauntlet behind me. I have masks behind me. Yeah, that that's pretty fucking clear. Which which side I go? Actually, yeah, I have my the, husband's a huge Iron Man fan. I have a Tony I love, Stark. I love like Proofy has a heart. They yeah. did yeah. such good casting. Sure, sure, right. Bring it, bring it close so she can see it. Um. Yeah. We'll see. Is that the? Is that the? Yeah. The, yeah reactor yeah it's the reactor wish, it says it's funny proof like, that tony hark and i can't like take my laptop to show you my but like outside of here is the nerd nerd cave which is all yeah lego all like books wall-to-wall fandom shit but in here it's very limited you know so you have a drawing of of luke skywalker and yet this is not the nerd cave <laughs> no not at all you yeah. have no idea compared to like what's in here so my husband for a while, back when I was VP of sales and I had like really steady multi six figure income, um, my I, I was like, babe, don't go work in your toxic industry. Just hang out at home with the kids and do whatever is your passion. And my mm-hmm. husband started like a 
buy, sell, trade, Lego, and Pokemon card okay. business. And we still have a lot of the stock and a lot of things like put together and up on walls and stuff. Lots of Star Wars, lots of Harry Potter, uh, lots of Super Mario. That's kind of okay. Um, I actually have a Super Mario cube. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Your kids are probably like too old for it, Ray. But they have yeah. Super Mario Legos that like is a game where you like scan it and then you, you play. Oh, wow. It's really fun. Oh, no. Cool. My 10 my year old loves that shit. Like uh, we do some of the dumbest shit together. It's awesome. It's great. Um, Having kids gives you permission to just be a kid again. Gary. Gary, no, no. I'm sorry. Iron Man over Batman any day of the fucking week. Um, Superman's awesome. Thor would whip his ass. Heroes? Like, the like they're villains for sure. Joker, incredible villain. They, well, I think, yeah, they DC have a better villain. I think DC does have a better villain. Like, DC like does have better Ivy? villains. Oh my God. Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, like... Okay, yeah. but you're not talking like Alicia Silverstone poison ivy, right? No, also the the adaptation to screen has always been shitty for DC. Like they're just not good at it. Marvel, I feel like, didn't take as many stabs at it early on. Like we had some Spider-Man movies, we had some Hulk movies, but when they decided they were gonna go all in on the MCU, they were so particular with their casting. Like But they didn't though. Like remember, Robert Downey Jr. was a hire because comic book stories did horribly in the 90s and 2000s. Mm -hmm. So oh, when yeah. they did Iron Man, they're like, ah, oh, this guy's had some drug problems and we can get him for cheap, but we don't know if this is really going to work out. And but so they brought in Robert Downey Jr. Oh, like, no, he's Iron, Iron Man. Man. He's absolutely fucking Iron Man. Like, like they, I, I don't I don't even think they wrote any story for him. I just think they followed his life. Like, like he is like Iron The Man. only thing they could have done better was wait a little bit and hire Elon Musk, you know? like Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, actually, he did a cameo in the second Iron Man. Yeah. Yes, and, he did. And like, like Captain America, you look at him and you're like, that's come on, that's Captain America. I and love, more, I love that Chris, uh, Chris Evans, because the losers, fuck, he's mm -hmm. awesome in losers. And I love that, like, they had to beg him to join all Captain, the Chris's. join the movies, the MCU. Yeah, well, all the Chris's, right? But like, they had to beg Chris Evans to join because after uh, Fantastic Four, they had fucked him so hard on his contract and the movies, the second one obviously did so bad. Um, but like they, he was like, I'm not doing any superhero movies ever again. And they were like, you got to do this. You you, you got to do well, this. Superhero movies haven't performed in the past. No. Like it was, I mean, Green Marvel Lantern. Marvel opened that up. Like Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is such a good actor and he's had such a great career, but like Green Lantern. Oh yeah, yeah. Green Lantern is a little rough. It's a little rough. Yeah. Um, you know what's funny that I didn't know. Okay, do you guys remember watching it at all? Like, I don't know how much you remember of Green Lantern. Like, how much of it do you actually remember? I remember a little bit. I, mean, I was like okay, actually yeah. kind of into the. Lantern. You know his friend. Remember he goes, "Oh, well, check this out," and he does this. You know who his friend was? Like, what actor slash director? It was a uh, Ty Taika Waititi, whatever. Oh, nice. I, like I, was, I was really extra bummed because I'm not generally into DC, but I actually like the Lantern comics. Like Blue Lantern. Okay. And the, the whole yeah, universe like that exists around it. Yeah. Based on the, the most and so when Green Lantern flopped, I was like, fuck, that means they're not going to make any more of these movies. 
And like, I was really hoping we were going to get the expansive universe like we have with the MCU. We're at kind of a weird place. Yeah, we with are. the MCU, where I'm not, sure. cut. I'm not they put sure. I'm not sure how much I stuff. feel. I don't know about you guys, but like, uh, Quantum Mania, the Ant Man movie, was like potentially the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. I mean, in a world with Iron Man three, for Quantum Mania still to be the worst. Now, I will. My wife and I fight on this all the time. I'm not a fan of Ant Man, any of them. No, I'm, I'm not, not either. Yeah. It's it's tough too when you read the comics and then you see it adapted for screen. Like Ant Man was a, an abusive piece of shit in the comics, and so then like seeing it adapted for the screen and they're not like Ant Man isn't really Ant Man. They're get, like it's tough to get into to begin with, and then I don't know. I'm just not I'm not about it. I'm not attached to any of the characters, which is too bad because the actress that plays Wasp was in Lost. Yeah. 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 Evangeline Lilly. And I was yeah. a huge fan of her in that show. And I think she's a very good actress. And I think um, Paul Rudd is an incredible actor. Yeah, I, He's I funny. Think, I love him. I Actually, that was my wife and I's uh, first date. We went to see I Love You, Man. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't it doesn't convert. I don't like I it. Um, hold on. I need, I need to type in some numbers real quick. 4, 8, 15, 16, 16 23, 23, 42. 42. Yeah. I had a shirt with that on the back. Did you? Really? I'm not. I I enjoyed Lost for the first two seasons. Those numbers have uh, won it, twice, by the way. No, you said. I'm again. sorry. Those numbers uh, have won yeah. like mega millions twice. Damn, that's crazy. So yeah, yeah Lost, just, like, lost, 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 lost. Numbers though. But you have you heard when when it has won, it's like the payout's like a hundred bucks because like ten thousand. Everybody played left. it, yeah. <laughs> but wouldn't you be that's paranoid awesome. if you won with those numbers? Be like, oh. I'm not even going to collect that money. Poor Hugo. I mean, especially if you had to fly to go watch it. <laughs> like, okay, so that, can we, Danny, okay, help me out, Megan. Lost the show was very good. Mm-hmm. Lost the season, or the series finale sucked big fat donkey balls. Danny it's thinks like, it's one of the best it endings the of all time. Strike. It was the writer's strike at the time, right? Right. So no, the all the original writers. Like two seasons earlier. It's when the writer's strike is when, um, uh, like after Charlie died, like mm-hmm. in the finale. So up until Whoa, then, alert. <laughs> up until then, there's a very clear. You can tell you're moving towards something, right? Right. You're like, like Absolutely. I'm in this. There's some mystery. I don't quite, and I had so many theories, and then the series finale comes, and there's like two, one or two seasons where the writers are striking. And so, like, it's being filled in by by these like BC writers who just have no idea what they're like. Yeah, what that, that was the, to be. The, the the shortest season, yeah. which was only like twelve episodes or something. And mm-hmm. I I believe it's a season when the helicopter comes, like the people first come to the island and all that stuff. I liked it because I understood the story. A lot of people didn't understand it because they thought it was. They thought that they were dead the whole time. It was the ending they said it was on the first season. Like, from the very first season, people were saying they were dead. From the very first season. It wasn't. You know know my problem? This is is an M. Night Shyamalan, Lady in the Water bullshit movie. And they even made it like Jack's father tells them everything. Like, to make it clear to the audience that nobody listens, but they tell them everything that happened to you happened. Everyone here is dead. Yes, some before you, some long after you. 
but everybody was brought to that place at the same time. Yeah, it's a it's a time. I think what's or whatever, over, but like is that last season, like you know, they did the flashbacks, the flash forwards, whatever. I think what people thought automatically that they were dead the whole time because this they kept was a going back CBS show, and the average watcher had no fucking idea what was going on and was very confused. And you have to know your audience. Like, yeah. sure, some big nerds. Like, I got it, but I also was like, this isn't what you were leading up to. There was, there was, there was some disjointed. This is the same network as NCIS. It's a very different audience. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's very general. Yeah. You know, like, it's and I watched NCIS. Don't get me wrong. Like, yes, you're 100 percent right. Like, if this would have been on Sci-Fi or a different network, it would have been a completely different show. Probably it also would have been underproduced, show. though. So. Oh yeah. 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 No. Are you saying I, Sharknado wasn't properly produced, ma'am? Are you? Saying- the highest uh, quality you, production out there. Are you saying Mark Cuban can't be the president of the United States? Oh, uh, yeah, he can. Oh, for, I, I swear, Ian Zeering would not be working if it was not for Sharknado. Now, have you ever seen Velocipaster? I have not seen that one, but it okay. sounds so, amazing by title alone. It absolutely is amazing. So my wife found this, and she found it from some, like, TikTok or some bullshit. Um so she found this. Let me put it up on screen. Um, she found this in. Why isn't it loading? I think I broke IMDb. I think everybody went to go look at Velocipaster Pastor right now. Um, so this is Velocipaster. Uh, let's see. If oh I, wow, it looks amazing, Ray. Isn't it? Okay, so it's a priest that gets bit by. Oh, she's a whore. She's a hooker, by the way. Um, she may be a whore too, but she was definitely a hooker. Um, so he got bit or scratched by something from that came from China. I assume it's China because it looks like China, but also it, yeah, everything says, is so bad. To China. Yes. So he becomes a velociraptor. Now the hooker convinces can... him to fight crime and ninjas. Yes. Yes. And so the ninjas are trying to get this the power back or bring him back to China. And He's sad because he's a priest and he's killing people by eating them. And it, it's just fun. It's just amazing. It is. This is quality cinema right here. If you had asked me before watching this, yeah, we're going to get flagged. was the worst, worst we're gonna movie. Get I would have said yes. We're going to get fucking takedowns for Velociraptor. Um, <laughs> what you would call it. You know, it's uh, funny that you guys mentioned it because I know you brought it up earlier as far as Serenity and Firefly. Like Serenity was my introduction. I never watched Firefly. Did you go and back I and watch Firefly? Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll be right back. Please excuse business on the top, comfort on the bottom. Okay, Don't fun. judge me. No, you're good. You're good. Um, you need to come. Nobody's going to see you. Nobody's yeah, going to see nobody, you. Yeah, Velocipaster is absolutely they're, they're on not going to see you. Is she delivering? Is she making deliveries for you? Ice, an ice cube. So I'm with you, Danny. I actually didn't see... So I didn't start watching Serenity until I want to say I don't know four or five years after it had already concluded. No, actually, I watched Ooh. Serenity when it came out. I have that. Before. I have that exact DVD set. Um, <laughs> this one's signed okay, by yeah, Nathan Fillion, and I have a really fun story about it. I do not have a. Okay, you win. <laughs> you go. So uh, my husband and I go to MegaCon almost every year. It's here in Orlando. It's lovely. Um, 
two years ago. We went, we dressed as Borderlands characters. It was amazing. And day one, I went by myself, had a total meltdown. Not by myself, with my husband. Total meltdown, got lost in the crowd, bad time. And has anybody been to MegaCon? Do you know how big that conference no, is? No, I haven't. It's, is it in the is it in the um the actual uh what is it the orange the one that's the hugest the Orlando Conference Center, the convention center. Okay. Yeah. So it is huge. And yeah. Megacon takes up the whole thing, and it's the only convention I can think of that actually takes up the whole thing. Um wall-to-wall people, everybody's touching you. So day two, I bring my service dog because day one I melted down and I was like, okay, I'm gonna bring my service dog. I don't usually bring her with me in public places because I don't like to advertise. Uh, that I'm fucked up, right? It's embarrassing. You want them to find out, and that's the day we're doing signatures. So I'd already gone and gotten uh, a signature from Spike from Buffy, and then I'm coming over to get my signature from Nathan Fillion, and he sees my dog, and Nathan Fillion is a huge dog guy. Like he loves dogs, and he's like, "Yeah, please, can I touch her?" And I'm like, I look around, and I'm like, okay. And I was like, Navi, make a friend. And she beelines for him. And not only does Nathan Fillion pat my dog, which by the way, if you've ever done like signatures at conventions, it's a very strict no touching rule. Like you are on this side of the table, they are on that side of the table. No pictures, no touching. And then the actor who plays Neville Longbottom in Harry Potter (laughs) is just like, excuse me, table, pivots, and is petting my dog with Nathan Fillion. And I was just like, I'm going, I'm going to dot. Like, I've never really wanted to be my dog before. But I was like, I think I I would prefer to be I my dog. I get it. I get it. Right. We should understand. do that. We should go to one of those. Yes. We should go dress as a dog. We should dress as a dog, right? Dress as a dog. Listen, bring I'll bring you as my service dog. You yeah, yeah. Come on, back. Captain Mal. I call the front. I am not getting behind you, Danny. No. I'd <laughs> be like, Captain Mal, can you pet me? No. Um, yeah, why not? We could do the uh, the dumb and dumber thing, right? And, you know, I'll, the dog will just be the van. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, we were talking about when we were first introduced to Firefly and Serenity. Uh, I started watching the show. I want to say five. I found it on Voodoo. I, I don't know how I found it. I found it. And I was like, oh, my God, of course I'm in love. I've seen it like six times this year alone. Um, and Serenity, I'm all about that life. I uh, And my wife bought me – I bought some of the books. My wife bought me some of the books, and uh, I thought it was amazing. I'd... Wash went too soon. Just saying. Truly, um, have you read the comics? Some of them, yeah. So, spoiler, cover your if you don't know. Um, in the comics, Zoe has a child and it's Wash. I know, yeah. And I it's know, so yeah. the comics are so yeah. good. That and then um So this this takes place after Serenity. Mm-hmm. Oh and I gotta say, like Joss Whedon is just I truly adore him. And every time oh. he, like he got attacked a year or two ago, maybe maybe long it's probably been longer than that. Um, about strong female characters, like 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 he doesn't write like that. There's no strong female characters in sci-fi, and like Zoe he's problematic. And Inara problematic. Are, are and I was like, super. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Are you are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, so okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's Zoe, the thing: Josh Whedon Porter. focuses on all of life, right? Yes, he has very strong female characters, but he also has extremely traditionally attractive characters. 
right? He has, like, if you look at the characters in his shows, it is absolutely, he has the same set of characters in every one of his shows. Buffy, Angel, Firefly, it's the same, even like when he did Star Trek, like the character makeups are the same fucking characters. Well, in a so, world where most female characters in sci-fi are written like garbage, oh, yeah. Joss writes strong female characters. Yes, he's taking the same archetype and reusing it, which by the way, all writers do. Go look at any, any, any writer, any director's like swath of their work and you'll see the same reuse of templates. Um, Disney is the biggest uh, procreator of the procreator. That's the wrong word. Perpetrator. No, I get of this. Yeah. Um, but like Joss took time to write strong female characters before that was popular. And yeah, I get it. They're attractive, but like it's 2023 and who's casting ugly, strong female characters. Give no, me the name of you. someone who's doing that. Well, I would, I, I can't do that. I can't say like, out loud who I would say because I would get canceled in a heartbeat. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, no, no. But what I would say is, Josh, it's like, okay, I know we're like, even the the guys he casts aren't like ugly, if you think about it. No, like, no one's ugly in cinema, okay? Beautiful people. Um, I watched an interview the other day where the actor who plays Kylo Ren, and I, again, I'm spacing on his name. Adam Driver. Uh, Adam, Adam Driver. Driver. Said a bunch of other yeah, things. Yeah. Okay. Adam Driver was in an interview where he was asked, like, basically, do you think you would have been cast more and had a better career if you were attractive? And he was like, well, I've had a really incredible career, but I know that I'm I'm built awkwardly or whatever. And I'm watching that, and I'm like, Adam yeah. Driver is an attractive man. He's I, maybe not. He's not though. Brad Pitt. No, but like, have you seen this? He's a very very distinct body he's like benedict cumberbatch yeah. it's very distinct for certain reasons not traditionally he was, yeah. he was I mean? a marine before yeah. he, yeah, he was a marine cinema he was a marine oh no he's a badass I, Adam like Driver's a badass. Like, yeah so i watched that interview and i was like he's not overweight he doesn't have a single like he has a distinctive nose but he's definitely he doesn't have yeah. a single characteristic where he'd be like oh god yeah. And you're, he's being attacked for not being like, basically not being attractive enough for the big screen. So n literally no one is casting those people. And when they are, they're like the Melissa, the Gilmore Girls, Melissa, who plays Suki. I'm blanking on her oh, name. Uh, McCarthy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Melissa McCarthy, right? She gets played as the, she gets cast as the funny best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's what I told my wife. It's like, right? So, yeah. Show me like a strong female main character who's not sexy because that's it's just the reality of the world that we live in. And no, it's not great, but yeah. it's that way in real life too. Like if you're less attractive, people pay less attention to you. And that's, like that's crazy. So an interviewer actually asked him, like yes, that he's you can like Google it and be like so awkward Adam out. Driver interview unattractive, and it'll. It's, oh it's my God. very they, they awkward. Would say that to a, they would not say that to a female actress. They cannot not say that. Today, no, that is so ridiculous. But they it, used it to. It is. It's, I don't so understand it. Maybe not, like, not today, but they used to. In fact, Jennifer Lawrence, when she first became an actress, had many of those very same interviews where they were like, you're not like stereotypically Hollywood. And with her, it was more about her demeanor than it, yeah, than it was. She's very like, pretty. She is very oh, yeah. pretty. I think she's beautiful. But her demeanor, she's like awkward. And yeah. so people would 
bring that up in interviews and she'd be like, yeah, I am. What do you want me to tell you? You know, like <laughs> that it's such an awkward question to be like, hey, so you're different than the people around you. Yeah. Can you not be different? <laughs> Like, but like, but that's, isn't that what they do to comedians, right? They go to LA and they all talk about like producers meet them. And they're like, oh, you're so hilarious. Can you do drama? It's like, like the, it's like the, Dane, the Dane Cook effect, right? Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dane Cook was the most like, and still, in my opinion, mediocrely, passively attractive. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. But just, he, he took other people's jokes and made them famous because he was passively good looking. And I still don't find yeah. him attractive myself, but I think mm. some of that's personality and look like the matt rife phenomenon i was Dumb just gonna ask you about that oh, yeah. do you think that's because of the chin or you think that's because not the okay. chin? you get what i'm saying like he's hilarious and he has capitalized on the concept of like clips like video clips on the internet yeah yeah tiktok did it for him yeah. but he's hot so you know like how can you compare somebody like Matt Rife to like a Louis C.K. or a Bill Burr or like it's just different? I think the biggest Hold thing. On. I'll, I'll watch Bill Burr or Ron White any day. I will go to one of their shows. I originally wanted to see a Matt Rife show until I heard that like his actual stand up was pricing. Well, that's well, yeah, thing. I'm not that, doing that shit. I'm not... What made him famous is his crowd work. He's very witty. Yes. It's not his like, you know, um, you know, stand up routine. Well, yeah, he came from freaking uh, okay. that MTV show, the the one that where you make fun of each other. Yep. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. What you're, uh, oh my god, who was that show? Fuck. Damn it! I hate you, Ray. Wild and Out. Yeah, he came from Wild and Out. Yeah, so Wild and Out, which has launched quite a few. Oh yeah. More yeah, yeah. stars that Matt Rife is like a list right now, um, and that's right it's like a phenomenon. Um, I mean, like I love Burt Kreischer. But he has like bought in to his. He's like, yeah, bat. Let me take my shirt off. You know, he's he's embraced it. Um, plus, did you guys see the Machine movie? No. You um, should I see it. You it. should I see it. Out. It's actually really fucking good. Like genuinely good, unique, an original story. It's his original story, and it stars Luke Skywalker. So, oh wow! Ten out of ten. You should go see it. Uh, uh, it's it's real. I mean, not go because now it's a, it's not home watch, but really, really good. Machine on Netflix. I did see that. It's right? hilarious. It, it is, is laugh hilarious. out loud funny, but you will probably also cry. It's so real and gritty and real. And like for anybody that has kids and has ever failed them in pursuit of trying not to fail them, like I think so much of us identify. So many of us identify with like I'm really trying to do the absolute best I can for my kids and be a good example. And like, I think there, there is so much pressure on men to simultaneously provide. And then like with times changing to be this awakened, emotionally available, available partner and father. And it addresses all of those things. And also like childhood trauma and how we deal with things as an adult. And it's, but it's hilarious the whole time while addressing real issues. I love mm -hmm. him. Yes, I mean Mark Hamill. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mark Hamill. No, but I he love... is Luke Skywalker. He will never not be Luke Skywalker. No, he, it, well, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you wouldn't call him the Joker? Huh? You wouldn't call him the Joker? 
Mark Hamill, no. If I were to call somebody the Joker, it would be Heath Ledger. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> or maybe... Um, but second best, Mark Hamill. He, he, yeah, he's definitely say that. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, Joaquin. Uh, he's my second. Yeah. I, I you like Joaquin me. Phoenix? I, I love stand him. I don't he's like him generally, you know you, you but in the earlier. Joker, in the Joker, he played that role so well. I hated that movie well, so you much. You said the same thing. Like Melissa McCartney is like typecasting. That's what you said, basically. Yeah. That's what Joaquin Phoenix is right now. He is a typecast. No, and man. He's, he's done a bunch. Of, he was in freaking. Uh, he was in freaking Signs, man. He's done a million things. I know. Swing away. Oh, and yeah. also, I like I like Jared Leto. Leto, stop fucking playing Joker. It's not you. Get the fuck out. Like. Re like revive Heath Ledger. Bring him back. Like that's I, that's the epitome I wish of we Joker. could just like yeah. Get back here. We weren't talking yeah, with you. You got yet. some movies. Make <laughs> like, <you>. Entertain me. <laughs> you cannot have the afterlife. Hey, I demand entertainment. Just this is like totally random. Are they making more Mad Max movies? For, for Furiosa is that that's coming, right? Yes, it is. So I, eh, eh. I I was not a Mad Max fan, honestly. Even with Charlize Theron, which I think she's amazing, I not a Mad Max fan. Just not my thing. Oh man. I lost the chat, so I'm getting back the chat. So if anybody's chatting, I apologize. I'm going back in. Wow, this um, is an off the rails. I don't I feel bad. Ah, now I gotta drink. What are you doing to me? Uh yeah, it's Ray, what do you think? Should we play at least one game or something? <laughs> we're supposed to play games. What kind of games are we gonna play? Is it Magic the Gathering? Okay. I'm really good at that. Okay, Listen, so I, I, have, I Megan, have one question only because it's both. you will appreciate this. Like Hold on, I, I want Megan to understand the full, the full thing that's going on here. Hold on, um, you gotta do this. So there you go. Like, we have <laughs> there you go. Stop, Danny. You just paid it. Um, so we have an actual like we have a whole show rundown. Like we have legitimate things we have planned to do. We have not passed this section right here. We oh no, yeah, no wait. No, we didn't even get to your break, broken wrist. I, I did ask, I tried to go in there about an hour ago with the radio shack thing. All right, so no, you can just... see the tattoo, right? Uh-huh. And this is the to write love on her arms, um, to be continued tattoo, which means like my story's not over yet. Which it's funny because like I had it put here right before I broke my wrist and then I had to have this surgery. Right. And I don't know if you can, okay. see, it's, a, it's a pretty gnarly scar. I don't know if you can see it really well, but the, no. the placement no. of the tattoo and the scar make people think that I tried to slit my wrists. And oh, wow. to be fair, I attempted suicide in my past, like long time ago. And I struggle with my mental health all the time, but like this gnarly scar is not from that. It is from a biking accident where I took my e-bike. Um, there's this place in Ocala that has like really cool mountain bike trails. My husband and I went and there was this jump and he can read my mind. We're like just so in sync. He was like, Megan, do not. And I heard do not and was immediately like, so do. And I tried to take this jump with my As e one does. Yeah. roughly a hundred pounds, completely fucked it up. 
rolled the bike over myself. I have a scar here that's just like a bump. You can see like this side of my face gets more red than this side. It's from yeah. the same damage, same incident. Broke my wrist. I sit up, right? And I'm like, this is cool. It's fine. We're going to get back on the trail. And these two guys bike by and they're like, you know, you burnt out, Bill. You're just going to get, shake it off, shake it off. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to shake it off. Like, I'm a tough bitch. And then yeah. my husband's helping me take off my jacket so we can see what's going on. And like, we get this side off, fine. Get this side off, pull it off. And my wrist is like, dunk, dunk. Like, <laughs> oh my god i don't think i'm getting back on my bike like i my wrist is yeah. like eh. so that's a that's a end of the engagement kind of a kind of event yes um, thankfully we were like the trail we were on kind of like a butts a road and so the the ambulance could like pull up and they got me on a stretcher and we went we went to the ocala hospital which i'd never been in before i live in orlando out ocala is like an hour and a half two hours from me um and it's, it's like horse country. And also simultaneously very poor area. So I go in, they're trying to help me, but then gunshot wounds just start flowing in. Multiple gunshot wounds. So this lady comes in and she just pulls my wrist. She's like, whoop, whoop, set, go home. I screamed. They sent okay. me home. Uh, I had to do like follow-ups in more local hospitals to me and then go see an orthopedic surgeon and he said it. And then ultimately I had to have surgery on it and now I have titanium wrist. Um, long story short, if your husband tells you, you can't make a jump on your bike, you probably can't. And you've <laughs> got your best interest at heart. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, all right. So Danny, what do you say? We do, uh, we do a promo. Let's do a commercial real quick and then, uh, let's do books or bots. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Has this ever happened to you? A beautiful chicken nugget meal turned to tragedy. Here at Hidden Valley Insurance, we care about the things that matter the most in life. Chicken nuggets. That's why we're introducing Cluck Assure, the first of its kind term life insurance for your nuggies. That's right, you can finally eat your nuggets with peace of mind that in the worst case scenario, we've got you covered. Coverage includes nugget theft, accidents, nugget shortage, lack of sauce or over saucing no matter what happens we've got you covered so that you'll never be without nuggets again and in case of a nugget shortage we'll get you new alternative meats in 24 hours or less to order your nugget insurance policy call 1-833-MSP-NETWORK act now and we'll throw in our safe dip coverage at no extra cost operators are standing by Thanks, Hidden Valley. You're the best. Okay, Simon's frustration at no sauce. That's a pleasant coincidence. What was that? Was that time so I could go pee or was it a pleasant coincidence? Pleasant I coincidence. Watching, I was watching everything and it was timed perfectly. Well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Simon's face when uh, getting no sauce in his bag. I've been there. <laughs> it is like, hilarious. I, I, I felt that so much. Um, all right, so we have a game called Books or Bots. 
and we will play a i'm sorry phil if i forgot the bumper uh we will play a you'll see here and then you have to guess if this came from a smut book or chat gpt okay so the first one there's a very fine line between pleasure and pain there are two sides of the same coin one not existing without the other megan what you say it sounds like a smutty book it does right danny uh book book yeah book i think I've read okay book, to be honest uh, okay so apparently there's a sleepover at megan's house happening in the chat <laughs> Just... um i'm gonna need to borrow your employees ray so if you could i see that some, like paid time off i see that i got nikki telling me she's got to come from california because it's work related that's gotta um, be like some 50 shades of gray shit it just seems like some <laughs> James toxic crap. There you go. On there the you money. Go. You called it. All right. Uh, their bodies entwined in a dance of desire, igniting a fire that could not be extinguished. Bum, 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 bum. I feel like this needs some music or something. Um, Megan, are you going to go two for two? What do you think here? Okay, so it low-key sounds like it could be from a song of fire and ice, but I feel like it's it's not close enough. So chat GPT. Danny? This is absolutely bots, bro. Entwined. All hail are uh, you they, they use the word entwined in books, Danny. I not I the pop-ups you're normally used to, but yes, they do use twine. Yeah. But you're right. I'm going with chat yeah. GPT. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have said, I mean, I know Entwine is used in books. It's how it's used in this specific sentence. It's just a little so awkward. I, but it could have been would, B fiction. It could have been. Danny, I would like to know how Entwined is used in the books you read, sir. No, I'm kidding. I'm just uh, talking so about So we talked about the other things, right? So <laughs> we're going to talk about the ends. Bless you. The ends were entwined. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we, we're going to go forward. Um, all yeah, right, we'll, so we'll welcome to the wonderful world of jealousy, he thought. For the price of admission, you get a splitting headache, a merely, a nearly irresistible urge to commit murder. I know this one. And inferiority complex, yippee. That sounds like marriage. Um, J.R. Ward, baby. It's what? J.R. Ward. It's from Dark Oh, Lester. so you're like really into book talk. You're like hardcore yeah, into these smutty I'm gonna books. Go with her it, it will be hard for you to find smutty books that I have not read that are popular. Okay. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> Danny, you know what this reminds me of? When we play Florida, not Florida, and you call out the uh, counties and get them right? Yes, he does that. He absolutely does that. All right. In the moonlight, there. Oh, wait, hold on. In the moonlight, their love was like a forbidden fantasy come to life. What do you say, Megan? I'm saying ChatGPT. Okay. Danny? That is such a generic. I'm going to go with the book. Some book has to have it. I'm going book. Honestly, yeah. Oh, thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did that once. Not at Audible. I used to do voiceovers once upon a time. Um, let me see here. Yeah, oh. ChatGPT. Okay, but I 
okay, Megan, obviously you you're the authority here on smut books. Um, does that not sound like a line from a smut book though? That's pretty that's fucking why close. I said book. <laughs> it's so generic. It so had it's to be too somewhere. generic. Oh, okay. Danny, I want to hear you say this in your sexiest voice. <sighs> he was the kind of guy that made a woman want to rip her his shirt open and watch the buttons scatter along with her inhibitions. Oh what? <laughs> you like got uncomfortable midway and were like, I can't do it. Um, I think those last words, man, they were like, whoa. Megan, help us out. Real. I feel like you could do this. Bring this to life, Megan. <laughs> yeah. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> he was the kind of guy that made a woman want to rip his shirt open and watch the buttons scatter along with her inhibitions. See, that's how you're supposed to say it. Good job. That's how you're supposed to say it. And I'm oh, going to bet like, like $50 down that Sylvia day. Oh my god! So the cucumber. I don't know what cucumber. novel it's from. I don't know, but all Sylvia right. Day. If it's if it's Sylvia Day, I will donate fifty dollars to whatever charity you decide. The rural tech um, fund, obviously. Oh, there oh obviously. <laughs> um, uh, which would call it, Danny? Show me the money. <laughs> Book. That is insane. That is insane. <laughs> Wow. Wow. You yeah, have 100% yeah. accuracy and you called out every book. Dude, I couldn't even do 100% accuracy. Holy shit. Did I really say whatchamacallit again? <laughs> 13 whatchamacallits. Oh my God. First Could of all, Nikki, ever. if you want to go to Orlando, you got to stop fucking counting these things. <laughs> whatchamacallit should have been the word of the day. <laughs> Actually, you can put that $50 towards the, towards the girls' night out fund. <laughs> I, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I definitely owe Alex a thank you for more than a couple things. Uh, and yeah, we'll, fi we'll figure out a way to get the girls down so you guys can hang out. Um, we can totally Lord knows we have enough conferences. We'll put our heads together. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll host some event or something. Uh, we'll figure it out. Um, wow. The, the I, I think of the channel event. We can do it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll get Jennifer like Bleem in here. Oh, yeah. She's another one. We love Jennifer. Uh, Nikki, make it sleep over. That'll buy one plane ticket. Um, not even. It will not buy a plane ticket. It will buy like one much. bottle of wine. Yeah. Maybe a nice crystal. Maybe. Maybe. All right. So. This is a fun Florida, game. I could Florida. play that game all day long. I like games where I can win. Yeah, I see that. I yeah. I. I Next time we go do this I game, Ray, I'm on your team because this is a bullshit. Yeah, Ray, I gotta say, this is probably the first time that we picked a game like that, you know, relates to our guests that they actually like killed it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like so it's it. embarrassing how much smut I read. I do still read, like, you know, like I read, I, I do read like Strategic Coach and EOS books. And oh look! Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I finished. I just finished um, the Ultimate Client Experience by Jeff Ferris. I read that one right before IT Nation. Like I swear to God, I read other stuff too, but it's like my one true crux in life is that I love, I love like high fantasy romance novels. Uh, nothing. We all have disparate 
hobbies. I have probably nine hobbies in front of me on my desk. Yeah, like I can see your um, hobbies surrounding you. Yeah, and that's not counting the DJ equipment there, the soldering equipment there, the 3D printer over here. There's plenty like of shit. Me and Alex will appreciate this sweatshirt that I have to consciously either not wear on calls or like shrink down when I wear on calls. I don't know if you can read it. Nope, no. Uh, the hoodie's oh, covering it. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let me get you a uh, full screen. Hold on. If ever there the was good girl. a sweatshirt that just encapsulated <laughs> the entire personality, which I don't nice. know, Simon deserves a raise. I don't know how he found like what level of intricate okay, detail. Let, let's not get with. crazy. You need to call him back. Cut, cut it back with the uh, raise talk. You need to stop that. All right. So what did I say? You said he deserves a raise. We need to stop oh. that shit right now. Um, I, I, I understood the same thing, Megan. I understood the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I thought he said what you have to you? cut it back with the race talk, and I was like, what race, did I do? The race talk. <laughs> don't be talking about them races. No, I, yeah, sorry. I've oh, yeah, been drinking. I don't know like if you know physical, that. The to be red that's just gotten out of control. Oh, yes. yes. Nikki has a hoodie with Ferris ta Farah's tattoos on it from Akatar. I've, I've actually thought about getting resands tattoos his like bat wings on my knees um to show that i only kneel for you know something specific you have I to read Akatar, guys yeah i see that um which right, if so you're I'll going you to like dive into the pool like akatar is it is it's it is all about the wingspan nikki and Akatar is like the toe dip into the pool where like you realize whether or not you like this like high fantasy romance novels. Um, and then and then there's a whole multiverse similar to like the MCU that exists around Sarah J. Mass's novels. So what the hell's an Akatar? A Court of Thorns and Roses is the first book in a series by Sarah J. Mass. Gotcha. Okay. And it's like a Beauty and the Beast type of tale. Alex, you know me well enough to know that that's not enough to make me blush. That's a high Oh, we're going to have to try harder on my game? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go get a book I'll read aloud to you guys. Yeah, nah. I, I, you know what's I've worse? Life. I don't know. I don't know if the girls are going to stick with me through this, but I'm a huge Dramione, which means Draco and Hermione fanfic. What? Yep. I didn't even know that was You really thing. do like the bad guys, huh? Like, he's... So much. So here's the thing, right? Hermione Granger, the brightest witch of her age, badass motherfucking Hermione who solves every yeah. problem for these guys. She is super smart. Loki, I think she's a little bit autistic. Amazing. The first character I ever read that I felt like this is a person that I genuinely relate with. Like, I think I could be her. She cries over Ron Weasley. Are you kidding me right now? I like. Know. Slightly yeah. funny, awkward best friend of like her best friend, Harry Potter. Are you kidding me? That's really where we we end things with Ron and Hermione. It always bothered me. And then I stumbled across Draco and Hermione fanfic, and I was like, all right, this actually makes more sense. Okay, but Alex, Ron was a natural redhead, sir, ma'am. <laughs> I do love redheads. There's nothing wrong with gingers. Alex is my redheaded child. She's <laughs> he did. He did well to pull Hermione. That was like but All right. I it was wanna... like trauma bonding. You know, like they just they went through a war together as literal children. 
All right. Uh, I want to I want to address this now. So I googled what happened in chapter 55 of Akamath and it says fair and rise or Re whatever Reese. rise profess their Reese profess their love and are sexually intimate. They debate having an official mating ritual presided over by a priestess. That sounds like yeah. a good time. So, I mean, Nikki, <laughs> you really got to read. You got to read the Azrael and the lame fanfic. Just trust me. Just trust me. Let's do it. Reese <laughs> says they have a meeting with the mortal queens of the family's estate in three days. Reese fears Feyre become pregnant during the coming war. Mm -hmm. So, Feyre vows to take precautions. Oh, that's not. <laughs> the precautions that, that's... do not work. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the worst part is like you're spoiling all of Akatar for anybody who hasn't read it just by talking about okay. era. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Don't worry. It's super so, obvious from their first interaction. Yes, I absolutely looked up chapter 55. I am totally like I will read anything. I absolutely I I cut my teeth reading Stephen King when I was like 10. So oh, there's geez. nothing that is not that is off the table for me. I actually um, read The Hobbit to my grandfather as he was dying when I was 9. Oh, like I sat wow. by his bedside in our back room of my house, uh late stage lung cancer oh. and just read him The Hobbit. And I've actually never finished it. So I've never gone back and read it because it's, you know, oh. it's an emotional I've seen the book. I've seen the movies, though. Yeah. Um, but everyone, yeah, I like, think... when I tell people that, they're like, you were reading The Hobbit at nine? I'm like, what? Like, it's hard? That's when I read that. That's when I read <laughs> the books. Yeah. Um, I read them when I was like eight, nine, ten. It's like around there. Um, I honestly, when I was younger, enjoyed being challenged by novels more. Yeah. Whereas now I'm much more into like the escape. I'm like, just let me disassociate for a couple of hours, please. Well, that's why I like audible books now better than reading. It's it's a different experience for me. But like, like, I like to fold laundry and listen to an audiobook. The Horus Heresy. Like, listen to the audio oh, oh, I've never heard of the Horus Heresy. Are you out romancing me right now, Red? Oh shit. Did you out romance it. Megan? So oh, yeah. the, the Dark Tower movie, Warrior I wish Warriors. they would have continued. I can get into this. Yeah, I I love Dark Tower. Um, I wish they would have continued the series. Like that would have been fucking great. I'll take that over Langoliers any fucking day. Um, oh god. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I that's my thing. Ever, I listen like, to audiobooks all the time. I I low key hired I hired a, a house cleaner one day a week, and it was mostly just around laundry because it's just a never ending task. Oh, I send out my laundry. I pay uh, it's a dollar and a dollar a pound. And they return it the next day. That's rad. So, yeah, we have we have a housekeeper. She does some other stuff too when she comes, but she does our yeah. laundry. And it's just for me, it's like when the pile gets to a certain height, I I'm just like, why don't we just close the door and forget that yeah. we even have clothes? We'll buy new ones. It's fine. Like, you know what I mean? I work hard enough. I can go afford new clothes. I'm good. I'll just have the mark uh, <laughs> art department make another t-shirt. I'm good. <laughs> like it's not. I felt I like love such it at this an point. asshole when I first did it, you know, my husband has a lot of, um, like he has a moral attachment to doing things yourself. And one of my friends, yeah. Angela, a couple years ago was like, Megan, there's actually no ethical ramification for like not doing it yourself and outsourcing it to someone else when it comes to your household crap. And it That's took a while. Awesome. I had to let that settle with me for a bit before I was like, yeah, it's actually okay to outsource these things. It doesn't make me any less of a mom Actually. or a wife to I don't change my oil either. I can. 
I don't. I have better things yeah. to do with my time. Like there, there's choice in how you spend your time. Bullshit. Yep. You can't say you're on this earth for a finite amount of time, do the most with it, and then say that time should be spent doing laundry. Like those two things do not compute. Um, all right, Megan, you're being called out. Mary Magdalene and the Sec Magic of Isis. I was just typing back to her and I was going to say I haven't, but I will read it if you'll talk about it with me. That is like my number one. Like my next read is always something I, someone will talk to me about. So let me ask this. Um, we've done a tech bar with Alex and Danny when I have been out. I'm thinking an Alex, Nikki, Megan tech bar alone, just them three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind that of would phenomenal. Work. Absolutely. Uh, let it be. Yo, Araldo, what's up, dude? Uh um, Araldo, what's up? <laughs> yo, Araldo, are you in Miami or are you uh still in Brazil? Um whatchamacallit? Yeah, Nikki's down. <laughs> Alex is down. Yeah, that's okay. It's a tech bar takeover. I'm completely good with that. So um, I'm, I'm actually I'll have Simon schedule you guys, the, see if we can do the first one of the year. What was oh, that? Yes. So I was gonna say closing guys, out the year and starting the year. Fuck yeah. So do you guys oh, ever do this bit thing where oh, sad like, face Brazil, Ronaldo? No, where, he lives in Brazil. He's trying to he? come to US. He's where trying to he? move over. Where are you in Brazil? Um, Ronaldo, you've told me a million times. I can't fucking remember. Um, Rio, Sao Paulo. I think she's making okay. I think Nikki is making these up. Um, I'm not, I don't give a shit enough to go back and rewatch Tech Bar. Um, I may actually have my um my EA rewatch tech part just to count the whatchamacallits. I'm calling Curitiba. Uh, or Curitiba. There you go. Uh, where's yeah, that? No, no Paranya? I'm probably saying it wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the, the meat. The, 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 the south, though. Yeah. My whole admin team is in um, Rio. And, like, they've all... Not all of them, but a whole bunch of them has have risen up into our PM team. So, and they also have their sites on the U.S. And I keep trying to tell them it's not as great as they think it is. It's not, but uh, not Florida. Anyways, I'm ones. like, listen, Florida's healthcare. Don't come here. Yeah, I mean, I like Florida. Florida's okay. Until I guess. you need healthcare, Ray, and then fly somewhere else. Yeah, that's that's a whole different animal. Altogether. Also, if you want to educate your children, don't not here in our public yeah. school. <laughs> At the risk of going into politics, I, I'm going to go ahead and stem this. And so, okay, so here's what we're going to do, <laughs> Megan. We have time for one more game. It is eight twenty-eight. You got guess that plot where we the players are presented with a plot from a film explained poorly. Contestants have to guess which movie it is based on the plot explanation or Florida, not Florida. Okay, Florida, not Florida. I'm gonna be bad at this. Let's do it. All right, here we All go. All right, this is my game now. I'll tell this you is what. Danny's down jam is. right here. This is Danny's smut book game. That's so Texas. Just, you know. All right, man arrested for quitting job in the middle of transporting prison inmates. You say Texas, Florida, Danny. Texas. You say that's not Florida. Not Florida. It's Texas. Let's see. Oh, oh, Ooh, Megan. I think oh. we found your uh, your kryptonite. It's in my oh, yeah. it's in my backyard. Yeah, you may know this person. You may have come across this person going to the grocery store. Him, or something. But I don't remember. <laughs> He's be like, yeah, Megan, the one with the cool tattoo with her husband. Um, all right, man, uh, yeah. Wait, man arrested after faking heart attacks to avoid paying paying bills at twenty restaurants. That that's sound just like Florida. 
It does sound like Florida. <laughs> I might have friends that have done this. Um, Danny? Not Florida. Okay, I see how you're not like counting, saying counties or states anymore. Are you like intimidated by Megan's like mastery of smut books? Well, no, I have said not Florida in the first one, so I don't care what yeah. county. So if it's that's Florida, what I'm saying, I'll like tell you. I think this is okay. Not Florida. All right, all right. Spain, España. Spain. I didn't know we were going international. Holy shit! He looks like he would duck out of a, but he also looks like he's having a heart attack right now. So poor guy. He he got too many um, free tapas. <laughs> so actually um i do know the reason why we always hear about florida man it's florida has very it's open records florida has very liberal laws when it comes to open records that's why you hear all the stories mo most other states haven't sealed so yeah see? you learn something new every day why not all right man uses stapler was it a red stapler an attempt to rob supermarket megan was it a Publix? That's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> That's not hold on. Publix is outside of Florida too. Publix is in Georgia and Alabama too. So it doesn't matter. It narrows it down. It's more likely to narrow it down. Holy shit! That's my backyard. I think I remember this news story. Okay, that dude was going for a pub sub, and it's entirely justified. It was a pub. It was a pub. cut you in line when you're trying to get your pub sub. Like that's the problem, man. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I cut a bitch for trying to get my pub sub. I get it. I get Wait. it. All right. Teen arrested for violently carjacking Uber driver after she wouldn't let him bring his Yorkie? Not okay. Florida. That is not. Yeah. That, Who that sounds like some LA shit. That's wrong. Wait, ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, right. Ma'am. Ma'am. Are you in Florida? Right? I will derail. The, I will take this whole fucking show off my ass right now. Are you okay. in Florida, though, right? He's in Miami. I'm in Miami. Miami. Oh, are you? Okay. Sorry, my bad. So that's Bella. That's my Yorkie right there. Um, she comes to work with me every freaking day. I think um, I'm and I named her Bella before the fucking Stephanie Meyer movies. New England pet. Not going to lie. I don't know about that. All right, DC. Wait a minute. You're saying New England pet and you know about Lily. Come on, dude. Dean's fucking dog. All right. This is DC. Tina. This had to be LA or DC. Or you and I were yeah. friends in middle school. Okay. I know, I know. Uh, that, that headline was a little bit more than what it gave away. Did you see the difference? Intentionally crashing. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We're just talking about intentionally crashing plane. Wait, wait. This is not, these two things are not the same, Simon. Teen arrested for violence. Okay, no, it is. They're the same. Danny, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know. All right, I'm YouTuber sentenced to prison after intentionally crashing a plane. Was not it for Florida. the movie Lost? Not Florida. That sounds like some California-ass shit. Ma'am, I said lost. You need to drink. I don't care if it's water or Moscato. Thank you. All right. Danny, what do you say? Yes. This is the last uh, one, dude. Not Florida, it was Flight 816. For a no, no, no. But hold on. Danny, Danny. Does this sound like some California shit to you? It does. Like, who has a plane to act to intentionally crash other than California? This is some motherfucker in Midwest America that does crop dusting. It's a crop this dusting is, Watch. This is a crop duster. Holy shit! California YouTuber! <laughs> I told you. Holy shit! California. That's awesome. What in the Florida, California? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. California is the Florida of the West Coast. Um, it's, it's funny. I went to... um. To an oral surgeon today to get this 
terrible thing removed. I don't know if you can see it. Um, and we were talking about like, I used to work for companies out of California, two different ones. And he just moved, like not just, but he moved here from California. And we were just shooting the shit, Cali versus Florida. And we were like, you know, there's a trade-off. And the things we mentioned were, you know, like cost of living, education, and healthcare. But like the yeah. cost of living just doesn't make it up. You know, we were like, no. I was like, listen, I have a five-bedroom, three-bathroom oh. house in Florida. I do not struggle to make payments. And in California, I could maybe have a shack. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Florida is so much better. No state income tax. Now, but you realize you can go to like Nebraska and get like five times the size of the house that you have in Orlando. Yeah, but I would live in Nebraska. Right. That's that's my problem. So like, so my daughter, I, I think Marissa, it's actually, like, if you're in California, like all those people that used. Wait, wait. Why are you saying here in California when you're in Tampa? No, no, uh, no, no. When I said like all the people that are leaving California to go to Florida, it's like it's so much cheaper for them. Like considering what they were paying before. Oh yeah. yeah However, it's the same. In, other words, in other words, it would be the same concept for us, right? Like we grew up in South Florida, us going to Tennessee or you no, know, I get Nebraska it. But like, like most Californians go to Texas because it's so much cheaper. Oh like, yeah. They're yeah, invading Austin right now. Like, at, a, at, a, at, a, at the risk of getting political, California and Texas, two separate ends of the spectrum, Florida right in the middle. So people tend to move yeah. here from, from California. People tend to move here from Texas. Tons of people move here from New England. I don't know if it happened in like Miami and Tampa where you guys are as much as it did here. But during COVID, we got like 40, 50 students to a teacher level inundated by New Englanders coming to, California, coming to Florida. And I was like, hey, hey, we're full. <laughs> that is no i well i grew up in private school so little different animal oh um, lucky ray <sighs> i haven't uh, went to private school ray, did you know that ray and i graduated together did you did. Where'd you guys go? oh i wish was we it had a catholic that school huh was it a catholic school it, yeah it was catholic a catholic school, school yes 80 percent of private schools here have to be catholic right like it's got to be close to that anyways yeah, I went to a Marianist high school, and then I eventually went for senior year. I went to a Catholic high school, and uh, yeah. My husband got expelled from two different Catholic schools. I got expelled from one too. I did too. Not very awesome. hard. I did too, but it was in elementary, yeah. so it doesn't count. I went to all. Public. I think getting expelled from elementary is harder. I would argue. That's a that bigger accomplishment. Probably true. Yes. I went to public school throughout. I went to a charter school for high school, but all in Massachusetts. And Mass, admittedly, has like there are a lot of things I didn't like about living there. The weather being one of them. Um, but the school systems were like I got incredible free education. I went to a charter school that was like top fifteen schools in the country, oh, wow. including both private nice. and, and public. So that's nice, that's um, but not worth shoveling snow for. <laughs> No, not at all. All right. So we are, uh, oh, I just realized I had this. Cool. Um, all right. So we are, <laughs> we are above time. Uh, I am very happy to say that we didn't do a damn thing on our agenda and we still had a blast. It went yeah. super fast. We'll just have to book another one to finish the we agenda. We went down some serious rabbit holes. Star Wars. Uh, Would Star you say Wars. we went off rails and we got lost? Guys, my poor husband. I'm going to go upstairs. He's going to be like, what? I'm just saying this in advance for your husband. You're welcome. So <laughs> I'm going to make him watch it. Yeah, you should. You should. He's not watching right now while you're on. 
Well, I doubt it because our kids go to bed around eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah, Gio, my 10 year old always asked me like when oh, tech bar is coming on, and I always like do not I have to watch pour it. more alcohol for you, Nikki. Oh, okay. So you're saying namaste just so you can. <laughs> All right, Megan, we're at the top. Uh, we definitely got to reschedule this so we can have a girls takeover. Um, that sounds amazing. Um, plus, I'd get to be in the chat and talk shit. Ladies Night it. Tech Bar. I like it. Ladies, Ladies Night, Night Tech Bar. bar. Absolutely. Um, Megan, what do you got coming up? Do you have anything coming on? Are you speaking again? What are you doing? Um, my book is still on Amazon. It's no longer on oh, sale, right. but I got to say, I still think it's a steal at $13.99. Uh, MSP Sales Playbook. All my experience um, and what I've heard is that it's really great because I take tidbits and then like my personal stories and I give you an actual framework for each stage of the sale. So if you don't want to read about my life, you can actually just read the playbook. Um, <laughs> so that's great. Uh, in terms of speaking engagements, we're kind of, uh, it's the MSP sales playbook, close but not quite. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> go read Ed Nal Bandian's book. Um, in terms of speaking engagements, I kind of just wrapped up the last thing for the year, which was Rejection Con, and we're making our schedule for 2024 to figure out where we're going, what we're doing. Um, interested in your feedback, Ray. Tell me where I should go and where I shouldn't go. Uh, uh, my budget's right smaller than yours. I know. I get it. Um, thankfully, you're in Orlando. So, like, they're Love all Love that there. for me. Um, but if you can make it to Ride a Boom in uh, Vegas in February, phenomenal. Um, and then, obviously, MSP Geek Con in May. I mean, you I have to go. That's not I'll just reason. come for OIT Voight. Ray, and you pay my You way come work our booth. Absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. You're in. Uh, so uh, go check out Megan's book. Um, you know what, Megan? I'm going to buy three copies and you can pick who to give them away to later. Just DM me on Slack. Hell yeah. Um, Thank you, Ray. But uh, yeah, we're going to send out three copies of Megan's book. Um, March. What's March? That's uh, right. Of boom. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that that too, that too. Um, you got the wrong uh, link in the chat there, so I will I will drop. Did I really? Good. I just copied it from fucking from Amazon. I don't know where this managed services playbook came from, but it never used to rank, and now it's ranking. And I don't like that. And I I googled MSP uh, I googled MSP sales playbook Megan Killian. And in the Google results, it said exactly that. And when I clicked on it, it went to Amazon. It went to I've the been other. like de deprioritized uh, during like Thanksgiving break. I was top ten sales and marketing books, um, and then I think I dropped in the rankings. And now, now I'm just not as popular. We're gonna get back up there. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, you'll get up there. So go buy Megan's uh, book. Uh, she will sign your Kindle. Uh, at any conference. I will sign your Kindle at any conference and connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, that's the best yes. place to just like keep up with me. I'm caught like obnoxiously constantly posting on LinkedIn. Um, and I'll when Simon there. updates the show notes tomorrow, he will have all your links there. So yeah, anybody can go back to the video tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be places. Um, I haven't decided on the conference circuit this year yet. Oh yeah. No, we'll, we'll drag you around to, uh, come work the OIT booth with us. That way you can, uh, Go have some fun. That'd be so oh, yeah. All right. Megan, thank you so much. We appreciate you. 
Yeah, exactly. Not to hang out with me. What the hell, dude? And you, like, right? Hey. And you. But you're busy at conferences. Don't pretend like you're at the booth. You're off like <laughs> no, drinking at the I'm bar at the booth. with Jason Slagle. Let's be honest. That's that's absolutely true. Zero question. You're absolutely Listen, right. Listen, all I want to know is, did Jason get lost in an abandoned, like, Publix. Jason did not get lost at right of at a uh, Yepum. That's what they call it, Yepum. Not my word. Um, in New Orleans, because I was out with him. I leave no man behind. Okay, I will not do that. Um, Shane Dugan, you know I'm talking to you. Now, um, so we went out. Now, the best part about that was we went out. We were drinking, obviously, fairly late, and. God bless you. You are an angel among humans, Tara Rummer, for finding, uh, I forget the name of the chicken place. Sure, remind me. Um, it was phenomenal at 3 a.m. Drunken New Orleans chicken at 3 a.m. was phenomenal. Um, and so we had sessions the next day. We had work. You know, we were there for, so it wasn't just like a conference. It was the CompTIA year-end planning meeting for all the executive council oh, chairs shit. and all that bullshit. Like one, Ray. No, no, it was a serious meeting. It was not, it was absolutely not a conference. It was a working meeting. Um, and so we're, we get back and Jason and I have the set at 9 a.m. and we had a presentation. Chris Laird, Jason Slagle, there were some people from, uh, from the other, uh, uh, global communities, uh, whatever, uh, and Lisa Persons at our table. And we had a, we had a, pr a presentation we were supposed to do. We had not done the presentation. We were supposed to record content for it the night before. We just forgot because we got drunk. So we were out. So I come in at 9 o'clock, 9.05, 9.08. I may have come in late. Um, I come in. I sit down at the table. Jason looks at me. goes, oh, good. You're here. And he leaves. <laughs> and he just walks out of the <laughs> fucking room. <laughs> and Chris Layer's staring at me like, what are we doing? And I go, don't worry about it. I fucking made up a Jeopardy game on the fly. Now, I absolutely leveraged says and my staff to do it. But I made a, a Jeopardy game on the fly. And within two hours, we were up. I had a five-person presentation. It fucking killed. It was awesome. But TLDR, Jason did not get left behind. Uh, he did sleep. I did break him, though, because he slept until 3 o'clock when he had to leave. Um, so <laughs> I apologize. I need to um, make up for IT Nation. I was sick, and I did... I went to SeaWorld, but other than that, I did none of the after events, and well, it sucked. Those big events are so much harder, so that's a different thing. Um, at MSP GeekCon, Kelvin Tehelar and myself, uh, we booked the Five Nines Bar, so we are in charge of the party, which means we are making sure it's going to be fun. Hell yeah, um, MSP GeekCon and MSP Ultimate Growth are tied for my yeah. favorite conferences because they're small. You actually get like one-on-one -on -one time with everybody. Just yeah. and I feel like they're the most actionable events. Like I left both those events with yeah. like so many notes where I was like, oh my God, I have to like write blog posts. I have to put together content for my clients. This is gonna be amazing. And then like I went to um Build It and IT Nation and Build It was good. IT Nation ranked the lowest for me this year. Not to shit on that event. I, I was sick. No. And yeah, then well. just like the sheer size. And the number of sessions that are happening concurrently, I was like, how am I supposed to go to six different things at the same time? I can't be in six places yeah, at once. It's, it's, it's a challenge. Um, that's why we roll so deep for IT Nation Connect. It, those massive conferences are so complicated. Like Dustin and I laugh about it because we go to these conferences together and we never get to hang out because we're always so fucking busy. And the bigger the conference, the busier you are. 
And I um, nation, like I know for a fact that at least dozens of my like closest industry connections were there. And like I saw Dean. And and yeah. because like I walked in and Dean was like, Megan. Um and then he introduced me yeah. to people and I, I didn't see anybody else I knew. Like the whole I think I saw Alex too. And then like I I didn't see anybody um the whole time yeah. I was there. And I was like, this is whack. I know people are here. How am I missing everybody? It's a, it's a, well, so the trick for finding me and my crew is you go to the hallways or the lobby after the bars have closed. And I've almost always bought like six or 10 pizzas yep. um, because every pizza. vendor out there will buy liquor. Every single fucking one. Nobody buys food. So I have pizza places in Orlando that are my go-to spots for conferences and I will buy food. And that's the way we roll. So, yeah. I mean, all I right. We do that. need. I'm sorry. I need the pizza. Yeah. You need the pizza. There you go. All right. So I think we're done. Uh, don't forget if you were going to join the um, tech degenerates call it's right after this. Um, yeah, Alex, is, that's true. She's typically not far from me because she's chasing me like partners want this and partners want that. And she's chasing me down. Um, hey, can we do this for this client? Can we do this for that client? I'm trying to sell shit and I need you to provision the things I'm trying to sell. That's exactly how it goes. Yes. It's like, it's like you channeled Alex. Yes. Um, I'm better. All right. Super cousin, Danny, what do you got going on? What are you doing for Christmas, New Year's? What are you doing, dude? Uh, Christmas going to do a quick trip down for Christmas Eve. And then wife and I are going to do a little mini staycation between Christmas and New Year's. And then maybe somewhere near you, Megan, I'm not going to say where, but yeah just in that area and then uh yeah then it's new year's we triangulated tampa orlando miami yeah i mean actually a, danny and i, I mean he's in orlando really down there. for like, we're like this, just for a day and then he's all the way down here <laughs> yeah. i haven't been to miami right you'll just have to invite me oh come yeah, you're you invited it's an open invitation come to miami you absolutely welcome to come to miami um all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for hanging out for the most ridiculous couple hours in the uh, tech uh, world. Oh, Caleb's there. Hey, what's up, Caleb? Noche Buena at my house. Yes, we're going Noche Buena at your house. Absolutely. Um, the champion, the real, uh, okay. Champion from MSP is mine, damn it. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining this ridiculousness. We appreciate each and every one of you. This is our next, this is our penultimate show for MSP Media Network for this year. Tomorrow, MSP Community Live and MSP Dispatch. MSP Dispatch pre-recorded, this doesn't count. But Community Live is the last episode. And then we're taking hiatus for three weeks uh, until we come back. And uh, keep an eye out for the Megan, Nikki, Alex uh, tech bar <laughs> coming up next off, year. Ray. Ladies night. I'm sorry? Enjoy your time off, Ray. Actually, unplug. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I will. I will. I have lots of fun projects to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care. broadcast of the MSP Media Network.